0: I just got stuck in a bogey train. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Good day. Welcome back to another episode of the bogey train. Uh, Monday, February 20th another week what is this episode now like 17 18 19 no we're we're in the 20s i think
1: we're in the um, 20s yeah oh this will be 21 yeah episode 21 the the phoenix open
0: was episode 20 yeah we we are officially of age now we have
1: reached the legal age episode 21 that's what we got to do each episode we gotta we gotta introduce it by the you know which episode it is
0: we're gonna start doing that
1: yeah Episode twenty one. Uh, me and Nick in here today.
0: Uh, Noah Jay will be joining us later. Uh, hopefully, maybe we're not sure, but for
1: now you're I've stuck with. I've got some stuff to. I've got some stuff to run past him, so I hope he shows yeah. up.
0: For now, you're stuck with uh, mine and Nick's beautiful voices. Mine
1: being Jeng's. Uh, Nick, how's it going? Good. And speaking of our voices, I've been told I have a voice for silent movies. So. I've been told I to have the face for radio. So, yeah, I think I think a lot of people are digging what we're doing then. Yeah, I think we're doing a great job, honestly. Um, what'd you ask? How are I you can't... doing? Oh. <laughs> I think. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I I mean fine. No complaints. Uh just At the point where I am ready for winter to be over, but as soon as I'm starting to think that way, I think we're supposed to get a big storm this week. So Yeah, in the uh, forecast where we are uh, here in South
0: Dakota, there's some forecasts of 12 to 19 inches of snow, which for those of you that do not do the uh, imperial system, whatever it's (laughs) called, uh, the American system that's, that's uh, true we do
1: have some international listeners that
0: is a, a foot to a foot and a half of snow which would be uh about 30 to 45 centimeters
1: of snow mm-hmm. perfect actually, i actually haven't checked uh to see uh recently where our listeners are coming from but we've got at least one from belgium so yeah i'm glad you're Thomas still listening
0: stuck in here with us he's gonna get to hear us talk about his boy today
1: oh my oh well, talking about him yeah We'll we'll get to it, um, but yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, not a lot has changed in the last week. Just uh, you know, decent week. Got watched a little bit of golf over the weekend, and uh, another golf tournament happened this week. Shocker! It's
0: yeah. I mean, one happens every week, so we always have content to talk about.
1: Yeah, but some are better than others, and some I would are say this is this is this was one of the better ones so far since the yeah, start of the pod, probably for,
0: for sure. Not not a a good tournament, so to speak, but the the result was good. It was a a good week to watch golf, but the tournament itself, I just not a fan of. Tiger. Course, well, I like Tiger. I don't like the course, and I just don't like. And because of the course, I don't like the tournament as a whole.
1: Yeah. Do we? Will we get? I, we should maybe get into that when uh, when Noah's on. Hopefully. Yeah. But the golf course itself. Um yeah, maybe maybe we'll uh we'll go into that a little bit. But um maybe we could just start with a little TGC Tours update while
2: uh while right we're off waiting. the bat.
0: Yeah. Well some big news in the TGC Tours front. Um after last week I have officially abandoned the nipple swing. The three-week trial period is over. During that three weeks, I had three miscuts. cuts. During that three weeks, I picked up six demotion marks. I went from being two promotion marks, one away from going up to elite, and now I'm at four demotion marks, one away from getting moved down. Uh, last week, I played 35 holes of pretty, pretty good golf before the cut line. I had one hole which I made an 11, uh, and that hole is honestly rigged. I hit my ball long of the green, and it showed that it was in heavy rough. When it goes to the next shot, so that was my second shot, when it uh, prepares my third shot, my ball is now in the water. But I cannot take a drop. I just have to hit it. And when I make contact, when I swing and I hit it, since it's under the surface of the water, it just goes sploosh. And then it makes me drop, but I can't drop it anywhere. So I have to drop it in the same spot and then rinse and repeat. So I have to take stroke limit and that really cost me my uh, my chances. So without that hole, if I make bogey on that hole, uh, that's a six shot difference. I go shoot 68 instead of 74 that round. But
1: What do you do? So, I, whenever you play that game, after you finish a round, you usually get a little, uh, a little boost for complete a round without invoking the stroke limit. Yeah, I didn't get one that round. <laughs> Was that your first time not first getting, time that first time uh, ever not accomplishing finish a round without invoking the stroke limit? Yeah, first time in this game ever. Uh, really kind of hurt. Um,
0: this week, however, it is the Louisiana Open at Taconic State Park kind of gives me like Beth page vibes. Okay. Uh, I uh, guess we, I play it. Yeah. We played a round at that course yesterday. I have already played my rounds, uh, switching back from the nipple. Like I said, I'm going to the, just the thumb swing again, I guess. Left uh, analog, left, left analog. And I, I mean, I played pretty well, uh, round one, I'll just dive into round one stats cause they're already available. I made one, two, three, five birdies, two eagles, and a bogey. Two eagles? Uh, two eagles. One on a par four. So Jeez. that was pretty cool. Um, I missed one green in regulation the entire round. Uh, and that was not the hole I made a bogey on. I made a bogey on a white. You must have been hitting the
1: fairways direction.
0: if you were I missed, hitting a lot of greens. I missed one fairway. I missed one They're, green. They were pretty wide fairways. They were pretty wide. Pretty, um, Pretty generous. But... My issue is the first round, Nick, the green speeds we played it on last night, they were the same green speeds today. So there were a couple times I was above the hole, I putted it too hard, uh, and it zoomed past, and I couldn't make the comebacker. So putting, putting was tough. I looked at my stats, and of the 45 people who have completed round one right now, I'm 44th in putts per hole. So my putting is just abysmal in this game. I don't know if it comes from not hitting approach shots close or just I'm that bad of a putter.
1: And are you on I'm the rhythm shots. archetype right now? I am on rhythm. Okay. And so rhythm, combined with your fittings, like what's your putting overall like right now for uh I think my I guess plane my, and weight.
0: My putt weight is at like a 90, and my putt path is like an 85.
1: Okay. Yeah. So solid. It's just yeah. Yeah. It's Obviously, reasonable. putting putting on greens like that is insane. Super fast yeah. greens because I I played a practice round with them last night on the course, um, and yeah, and see, full disclosure, I have the swing meter off for everything except putting. Yeah. That's why I'm so good at putting. That's yeah. not the swing meter on. So um, I at some point I gotta get used to not having the swing meter on for putting. But, um, yeah, that's, but no, the, Th- those are crazy greens.
0: The, the rest of the week right now, I'm sitting 24th out of 45. I shot eight under round one. So not, not terrible. Um, round two, I had, I was really going, I was eight under through nine with two Eagles again. Um, and then in my last five holes, I made three bogeys. And so I ended up shooting only six under round two. So the cut line might be a little close this week, but if I do make the cut, I had a good round three and four. The game kind of feels back to that where it was before uh, hitting the ball really well, just the putting as a struggle. So hopefully we can get that ironed out for the future.
2: Dang, so, Oh yeah. Speaking of Noah. Yeah. Noah, Noah jumped in. in. Hey Noah. Oh, Hey guys. I didn't know you guys started already. Hey, how is side film working for you?
0: Side thumb's working well. I'm hitting the really? ball
2: pretty well. Uh,
0: Nick, I do want to say my timing was much better today than it was last night. I was hitting a lot more perfects today. Okay, So just having the controller plugged night. in really made a difference. What do You guys, nah, you guys have a little duel last
2: night or what? We
0: played a little – we had a little match last night.
1: Where? Taconic mean, like State which Park. Course? Yeah, do we, which course
2: did we play? No, which, which room of your house were you sitting in when you played?
1: Uh, I was sitting where I'm sitting right now. I was sitting where I'm sitting right now, okay. too. No, cool.
2: That's, that's
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah, what course did you play? It's a uh, we State just played, Park Blue. Yeah, the one the one that he's playing for, uh, oh. uh TGC Tours this week.
2: Oh, so but like he was, practice rounds? Yeah, was yeah, practice he, round yeah he was doing a practice round
1: on the course. I was just playing it with him. We were just screwing around.
2: Just whacking the ball around.
1: Yeah, I think he shot. You shot like one under last night. Yeah, I shot a very unimpressive one under. Yikes.
2: Yikes.
1: yikes. Um, yeah, but as soon as the that's... as soon as the lights turn on and the stage gets uh, the biggest,
2: that's yeah. when he Once, performs. Yeah, pressure when the controller's is...
1: not plugged in, it's just a fun round. When the controller's plugged
0: in, then it's it's go time.
2: Yeah, diamonds are made under pressure. Yeah, to work. unplug the
1: controller to plug in the microphone, and apparently things I, went haywire. I, ca- so I can't find the little headset
0: or the little microphone thing for my headset. So I had to plug in my studio mic, um, yeah. And because of that, I had to unplug my controller, which messes with my swing. So yeah, I
2: mean, you're just all out of sorts. How can you I really am, play? I ball? am. How yeah. are, are you supposed to execute with that? I might have to. I
0: might have to retire from TGC Tours if
1: yeah. it keeps going bad like it is. I might just no, have to. No, no you'll be fine. Career. You just. You just had the little. Uh, you know. You just had the little Ricky Fowler, John Tillery. Thing, except you didn't yeah. stick with it for three years you just yeah. figured right away that it wasn't working and went back to what you were doing that's fine you I, know it's gonna be might, one step back for two steps forward i might
0: have to wait and see if i get a good offer from the tgc live tour because if they hit me with a remarkable offer i might have to 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 jump ship is that the beer league <laughs> i believe it's got a new name i think it's called the three click tour
1: oh that have is a three click tour now. have you ever played three click i have not Not on this. I haven't either. I haven't either. Um, Noah, welcome
0: to the show. Thanks, James. We we just we only talked about our TGC tour update. We kind of did some intros. How are you this week? Uh, Good. Anything? Anything exciting from this week?
2: Golf related? Maybe. I've been a busy guy this week, so I haven't really done anything. I haven't played. I haven't drawn any holes. Oh, you were ball.
1: you were busy watching Full Swing, preparing for this episode, weren't you? Yeah, that's,
2: that's that took up all my
0: time. He's yeah. preparing. He was really focusing on those live team announcements as well. I
2: didn't. I really didn't want to do it, but I was like, I have to for the pod. I got to. Yeah. So this, today.
1: So. We're, we're talking about episodes one and two and we just figured we were going to have you lead the discussion yeah okay there. i know i've
2: got some talking points really let me just can you just give me like five minutes to really like gather my, my thoughts
1: yeah, really yeah. yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah we're not there yet we're not there yeah. yet. now that you're on should we just go right cool. to riv yeah, yeah let's, let's go, go let's start with let let's start with riv before we go to
2: live riv then live <laughs> <laughs>
1: Noah, how much of the do you catch any so, of the golf from this
2: weekend i watched yeah i watched a ton i watched Tiger every day and then the last nine holes of coverage. So Tiger is There you go. The needle mover.
0: Yeah, uh, facts. I I can admit I watched one day of coverage.
2: <clears throat> and guys, in the other three days I watched Tiger Woods featured group. Yeah. I, how can you not, really? I like when I was when I was watching Tiger this week, I was like, I don't care if there are any is is any other golf league in the world as long as Tiger Woods is playing, I'll watch him. Like the whole Live PGA debate just glows out of the window and Tiger. Yeah, it's just it's just Tiger. He's so much he's just bigger than those. Um so starting
0: with Riviera. How does, feel
1: that, how does it feel that Liv will never have Tiger Woods? You probably can't hear me. I wasn't talking into my mic. How does it feel that Liv will never have Tiger Woods?
2: I don't think Liv deserves Tiger Woods. <laughs> and that's and I like Liv. Yeah. If you well feel.
1: hey he's he's a <laughs> he's a self-aware self-aware live supposed fan yeah, i think i think we moved him slightly off of his fandom i mean he's still he's still gonna be the contrarian but
2: yeah i'm not a, i'm big, not a big lip i'm not a stan you know just like a fanboy out for him just cause. i would say i would say last year you would have been a stan i was a stan just because like there's this something was on YouTube new. and he could watch it, yeah. And I'm jumping on the bandwagon of anything new because if it becomes big, then I was there first, so that's true, yeah.
1: Before okay, so this is going
2: to be the so full you're swing basically off. just like a
1: hipster, like you're like, yeah. I just wanted to be there,
2: you want to be able to say, I was on board before it was cool, exactly. But it turns like, out
1: it was never cool,
2: exactly. That's how I, like, I, I applied to UGA before they won their first national championship and then they won, and then I was like, oh, well, I now I gotta go, but like I applied before that, so. I didn't really get on the bandway. True. Okay. How
1: connected are the football team and the landscape architecture grad program?
2: Mm, let's see. Do you know, like, you know, the Bible verse where like he removes our sins as far as the East is from the West says, <laughs> I would say it's pretty similar. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. I'm, somebody, I'm
1: picking up what you're putting down. Although
2: here. somebody pointed out Kirby, the coach's house, one day when I was driving by a lake. So that's. And we went to a parade once in the whole football. I mean, we went to the national championship parade to celebrate with the town. So. Yeah, true. We're tight.
1: Uh, so want to. what you're
2: saying?
0: I want to go first. The full swing talk before we get to full swing is the quote, F you fill. The best quote of the entire series so far. What do you mean so far? That was the last episode. <clears throat> well, but like season one so far, there's probably gonna be a season two down the road. I hope but so. For it's season number two one, on
1: Netflix. It's number two for TV shows on Netflix. For What's season number- one, is
0: that the best quote out of the entire season so far? Wait, wait. What's
1: number one? <laughs> uh, I can't remember.
2: Okay, Who, sa- who says this
1: quote? I don't want to spoil that. Are you actually going to watch it, Noah?
2: <clears throat> I mean, maybe. I don't have Netflix, so Oh. Let's just I see. let's let's
1: put you some context.
2: Let's I put some context you on it,
0: Noah. You At the Tour Championship, this one Irish guy is in the the clubhouse getting a massage before the round and they're talking about Josh Allen and how he's a Phil Mickelson fan. Uh and then this one Irish guy
1: by just the name of as, Rory McElroy. Yeah, just
0: goes, F you, Phil. And then he's like, everyone starts laughing, and he's like, I hope that makes it in. And then, and then the from the other like, side of the
1: room, it was either Scotty Scheffler or JT. I thought, I, it was the, I thought it was the camera guy. No, it was one of the other players also, like, getting treatment in there. But Ooh. I guess I, I wasn't sure which one. They were like, oh, yeah, that's definitely going to make it in. And it made it in, and it's
0: were
2: hilarious. They just, were they just roasting Phil, or where did, like, where did that come from? Was Phil uh, okay, so here's the
1: context. They're yeah, in please. there. So this was at the Tour Championship at the end of August. Uh-huh. And Rory's like, why the heck is there Christmas music playing? Okay, like, yeah. And uh, I think it might have been Scotty Scheffler, because he was watching a, a Texas football game. Okay. Um, he's like, is it just because we're in the South, and it's the start of college football season, and that's basically Christmas, or... And, uh, I think it might've been Scotty. I don't know. He's like, Oh yeah, basically. But I don't know if that really answered the question, but then so that guy I'm talking about football. And then he yeah. said, it must've been Scotty. Cause he said, how long has it been since the Cowboys were in a super bowl? Sure. Scotty's yeah. from Dallas. Good, good. <laughs> chirp. And uh, nice and, chirp. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, he's like, Oh, it's you know, it's been like 26 years or whatever he said. Um, yeah. then, so that's how they were talking about football. And then like, Oh Josh Allen came up like, oh, I'm a big Josh Allen fan. He's like, except Josh Allen's a Phil fan. And then they're like, yeah, that maybe that, maybe that uh, shows he, you know, invalidates his opinion or something. And then he just, Rory just yells out a big old F you Phil. That's pretty and, funny. That's pretty funny. Which counter- is, It was so hilarious when I watched weird. it. I had to go back yeah. and
0: rewind and watch That's it again hilarious. just because. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was kind of a game I was playing. I was trying to come up with the best quote from every episode. Like yeah, the, Mito good. Per- good. the Mito Pereira episode where his kids are just walking around saying Mike Oxlong. Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> now, are those actually his kids or whose kids were those? I'm pretty sure those are hers, maybe his kids. He has Okay. I mean, those kids were pretty. I mean, he's got a cool. wife. I mean, he's only like 27. That's But true. that was hilarious. Yeah. Noah. Uh, maybe we can get there when we talk <coughs> episode seven, but uh, whatever. We're thinking about it now. Um, so Mito Pereira. And like Waco Neiman and, um, well, Carlos, like Car- Carlos Ortiz. Maybe? Yeah. These, like a lot of them. These are, no, boys, but they were, right? th- they're, they're, li- they're live now. Ortiz. They okay. were a PGA tour at the time. Yep. Yeah. So yep. just a lot of the Latin American guys, they hang out a lot. They're in a house. Sure. Yeah. And there are some younger kids and, uh, these guys speak decent English, but not super good. And yeah. the kids were telling, uh, Carlos Ortiz and Joaquin Neiman. They were like, say Mike Oxlong. <laughs> 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 and then these kids are a legend they, they, they said it and they're like okay say it faster <laughs> and then they explain them the joke they just start laughing it's like these like 10 year old cool. kids were like telling carlos ortiz to say mike oxlong and to- <laughs> i might i might actually buy netflix now that's in gold yeah i mean yeah there's a there's a restricted YouTube link for episode one if, that, that I sent if you really want episode one. but
2: Yeah, I don't want to um, tease myself, though, if I don't going to watch the whole
1: thing. But, all right, should we talk... Yeah, we are getting we too talk, far into full yeah, swing. Yeah, should we talk Riv, or should we just talk full swing while we're talking about Let, Let's talk Riv. Let's go okay, Riv. Riv. Um, all right, shout out to John Rom. That dude is insane. Uh, he's currently on a heater of Epic, epic Proportions. <laughs> Um, actually, I think I, I think I heard that he's the first, this is the fastest any player in, has ever gotten to three PGA tour wins in one calendar year. Um, yeah, that's, that's significant considering yeah. a certain tiger woods and Jack Nicholas, uh, among others that Wait, have played the PGA tour. Say that stat again. I missed it. Fastest, the, the fastest to get to three PGA tour wins in in a calendar year. Sure. So and since,
2: since January 1st.
1: Yes. Yeah. Speaking on Mito Pereira and is- uh, full swing, Ooh,
0: crap. they point out in the episode, they talk about the battlefield promotion, which corn fairy tour, if you get three wins, you get moved up to the PGA tour. Yes. And that's difficult to do on the corn Ferry tour, winning three times in a season on the PGA tour. Pretty crazy. Winning yeah, three times in a PGA tour season. of not even
1: February's mm-hmm. over yet. That's insane. Considering he's played five events and the other two, he was also in contention.
0: That makes the stat from Danny (laughs) Rapp even
1: crazier. So
0: Uh, Danny Rapp tweeted out, he said, with a win at the Genesis Invitational, John Rahm's earning for this season is at $9.86 million. February's not over yet, and he's played five events.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and obviously three of those events being – you know, the new designated events with the $20 million purse helps. Still wild. um, Yeah. He's plays played five events on the PGA tour this year. He has three wins and the other two, he was in contention. Uh, It took arguably a little bit too long considering the world golf ranking criteria and things like that. But he has finally reached number one in the world, rightfully so he deserves to be there. So a short, a short lived week for Scotty. Yeah. Scotty one week. He had it, so but one week I mean, wonder.
2: That's funny. no one
1: can dispute John Rahm's the best player in the world right now. Oh yeah. He's just dominating. He's insane. Uh, might've had a little luck
0: on his way to the victory though. There's some, just some things that I want to talk about not to discount John Rahm having an awesome week. Yes. I see him on the list. Uh, one hitting a grandstand and bouncing onto the green to like what? Six feet, five
1: feet. Okay. Yeah. I think we we need to talk about this. Yeah. So. Grandstands are way too close to some greens on the tour. Like I really that's not how golf courses are supposed to be played. I when there's a when there's a grandstand that surrounds a green that's just basically like a backboard, yeah. you know, like even if you hit a terrible shot, you're not gonna be more than ten yards off like, the green. Like what's that's the, annoying. The hole at the match play too, that drivable par four where people just bomb driver yeah, over
0: the green into you know, the grandstand. That's weird. Yeah. Rather than coming up short in the water, like that's just—it's absurd.
2: Um I saw Mitchell down the stretch. You probably saw the shot though. It was it was either on seventeen or eighteen? He like hooked a three wood, yep, and it yep. bounced off of the top of a stand, and then yeah, bounced onto, like the fringe. And then yeah, it bounced on the fringe. I was like, that's insane. Yeah, those, like, I, I
1: I get it. You need you need places for the spectators, but I don't yeah. know. There's like, especially to have because they have. The players that can reach that green, they're coming in there from two fifty to two eighty.
2: Yep. Here's the thought:
1: there has to be more. There has to be more room
2: given for shots to miss, or just like, like those the tops of the grandstands don't have it, so you can bounce off of it back into the hole. And then, like, if the bottom of the grandstands were just like open or like had a softer net, that would like the ball would go into it rather than bounce off of
0: it. Well. Then yeah. that brings up another point. The flipping TIO rule is just getting absurd at this point. What's that? The Tempor- temporary, immovable temporary immovable obstruction. obstruction.
2: Oh, you you get line of sight relief, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like, insane. That's was absurd. it was it
0: not John Rom that was over a green took TIO relief? He was like just in jail behind the green. Mm. Takes this relief and then he has like a clear shot.
2: Yeah, this at week? the
0: green. Yeah, was it not
1: Rom? Was it someone else? Uh, I don't. The one from Rom. Rahm that was yesterday. That wasn't, that wasn't, uh, that, I don't know, um, what you're thinking of, but cause I just know Ram yesterday, he hit a drive way left. They never even found the ball. It's, it's a part that's not, it's not technically out of bounds on the course, but they had a whole bunch of stuff over there, probably like some, some sort of infrastructure for the event. They never found the ball and then he just drops it in the rough, like five yards off the fairway. Yeah, I mean, like how does
0: that make sense?
1: Yeah, so that's just like, obviously they're playing some of the best, sometimes some of the most difficult golf courses in the world, but when they hit shots that, for an average player, like if we were playing there or playing anywhere, if you hit a shot that that's, that's that far offline, it should feel like when we hit a
2: shot that's that yeah. far offline. Yo. Here, here's a question, though, for you, is how do you remedy that issue? You're of grandstands. Right, <laughs> play the like, play the course as it lies. You can't get rid of grandstands. It you, you can't, can yeah, yeah, you can't. Then I mean, move unless move unless back,
0: get rid of the grandstands along new, the sides of the greens, put, put them it, behind
2: the green and put them like fifteen yards back. I don't mind the behind the green ones. I agree with that, but you can't really move them back that far. You probably could, that's I, the thing. Like, there's that, yeah,
1: I know that it's it's hard because you maybe like, make obviously these or? courses. These courses have limited space. I mean they're they're probably not designed for grandstands unless oh, it's like a yeah. TPC course yeah. then maybe they are, but so yeah, it's it's hard and obviously the vast majority of holes don't have any sort of natural amphitheater setting so that you can have a lot of people be able to see it without, you know, having a grandstand, but yeah. I don't know. It's just like John Rahm hits a three wood that's going long right on the 17th hole, flies to the grandstand, bounces off, goes onto the green. He has four feet for eagle and he makes it. Like that just, and he ends up winning the tournament by that's, two. That's that's a two shot swing at least. Like if he, I mean, you know, he may have gotten the up and down for the it, birdie, it's, but it's probably a par. But out that combined with the TIO relief that he got yesterday, I mean, that's two shots right there. easy that's some max homo win or at least playoff yeah so i mean obviously to take nothing away from how well he's playing but it's just you see these things and it's i don't know and maybe we're just picking on him because he's john rom and he's the best player in the world and we're seeing it because he's winning maybe you know obviously i'm sure it happens to other guys but it's just he didn't
2: he didn't look like that happy about the one that bounced off to like four feet he was almost like like, uh, come on! Like, well, yeah,
1: and he knows. You're, to, like take, he knows you're exactly.
2: to take that. You can't take. Yeah. That. Well, I, like, well, you you literally can't. That's where you are yeah. ended up. Yeah, but like, like it's no. I maybe some people want like breaks like that, but not many people on tour want to win that way. Like, they wanna they want to earn it. So, well, yeah, and obviously that's part of this. Like, well, what's
1: John Brown supposed to do? I mean, literally nothing. He no, deserves, yeah, it's but, not on him. But it's just yeah, it's just. uh and that's basically man shouts at cloud sort of. I mean, situation. this is
2: this has been the case with PGA Tour events for the last decades with people lining holes. Like I can't, even watching Tiger's group today, I saw like two balls bounce off of people back into the fairway. Yeah, it just happens when you have spectators. Like you kind of it's, have a bowling. Yeah.
1: It's like it's like having the bumpers up bowling.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I can't even tell you what my college average would be if I had this amount of spectators in my events. It would be well in it this. Probably, it would have been like 81. Yeah, it would have been all the way down to <laughs> like 86 or something.
1: And because of all the spectators, like, they never lose golf balls like like yeah. regular people do. Oh, my yeah, gosh. I mean, five, players, five There's there's not There's, there's not much – There's not much of a worse feeling of playing in a tournament and you
2: can't find your ball. That's the worst. And it's it's like you shouldn't have lost it. There's been
0: multiple times where, like, especially in the fall in South Dakota where the leaves are falling, Mm -hmm. like you miss a fairway by five yards and you just can't find your ball because there's so many
1: leaves. Yeah.
0: And there's nothing worse.
1: Yeah. Uh, Noah, remember uh, my junior year at Pebble Creek whole I forget uh, which nine is which, but it's that it's the par five. I think it might be 16. It's like kind of a longer par five. It kind of turns to the right. Yeah.
2: You you can kind of play it OB left off the tee. Yes. I play it down Um, 15 all the time. Yeah. It's 16.
1: uh, The first round when I was a junior, like my, I hit driver. No, I don't know. Whatever. I was laying up for my second shot just like over that group of trees yep. and I just hit it and then like never found it. I, I had to go back and hit it again, made triple. I was like nine, I was like nine over through 10 that day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so now, it, was good, it, was
1: a, that, it was a pretty good round for you. Here yeah. You it was a pretty good start. I can't now. Yeah. That, so that accounts for the triple. I, I don't, I have no excuse for the other six over.
2: <laughs> but then you're 12 over through nine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But you know,
0: uh, Tempor- or TIO aside and uh bounces off the grandstand aside. Shout out to John Rahm, uh winner of the tournament by two. Max Homa comes in second. Uh, another good showing for Max Homa at Genesis. He plays very well at this course. Uh yep. won here a couple of
1: years ago in a playoff. Uh Mr. Can't he play? got uh did you guys see Homa got emotional <clears throat> after the round emotional. in his in his presser?
2: I didn't see it. I really,
1: I really like that's the sort of stuff that I like. Those are type type of storylines I like. So as in as in yeah. like he wanted
2: it really bad. And-
1: yep. Yeah, so he's from this area. So there's basically a home game for him.
2: Yeah, I remember when he won it the first time, he was like super fired up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause this this tournament is like basically the fifth major for him because he grew up yeah. watching it. He would sure, go to the yeah. event and Tiger hosts it now, obviously.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but when he won it last time, it was early 2021 in California. So there was not really spectators there. Yeah. So this time he had like all his friends and family there.
2: Sure. And he, yeah.
1: you know, obviously really wanted to get it done. Yes. And so, you know, there were, there were some tears in his post post round presser, which that like the seeing, seeing when they care that much, like it makes me care. Yeah. But, and he and then I, he just ended, he ended it with like, I'm going to win it again. I'm going to win yeah. this again. So I, that he's was, like shout out to max home he is playing some insane golf right now you've got Rom, yeah i would say rory and scheffler just under that and then just behind them i think you have max right now
0: yeah I, th- I think
1: max is you know one of the five best players in the world at this
2: moment i mean the p these guys are making the pga like contend <laughs> with live right now really I mean, they're out <laughs> there with the best in the world so yeah exactly
1: <laughs>
0: Running through a little bit of the rest of the leaderboard, Mister Can't Play solo third. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie he stri- Z.
2: He was it.
1: Willie shout Z. Out, seven under today. Shout out Sahith. Wow.
2: yeah, I was gonna. Sahith, go. Ahead.
1: Sahith had a nice round today. He got
2: some good TV coverage today too. They're, Willie Z. Seven under football.
0: today, fourth place. Sahith sixty six today, T six.
1: Wow. Noah um, episode seven Man. covers Sahith. That really? that makes me like him more. Yeah. Yeah, wow. his dad is a, his dad is awesome. Jason Where's Day. These are
2: both the Gala stands
0: now, all right. Yeah. Jason Day and Harris English, both with six unders today to vault up the leaderboard. Jason Day, top 10.
1: Jay Harris Sunday. Harris English, T12. Jay
0: Sunday and Harry Singlish. Um, here's the guy we haven't talked about in a while. Uh, Danny
1: Willett with a top 20. I know. He nice. didn't that get any coverage ever. I know. Uh, the, Honestly, the shout out story, Danny Willett for not going to live. Trying Biggest to grind it out and, you know, come back around. What's a big story? Of the
0: day is uh, one Rick Utaka Fowler. Why is, this, the day, why is this a big Starting story? the day T-45, shooting four under today and finishing top 20. Well, that's yeah. A, that's a yes. big comeback for Ricky.
1: He needs those finishes for the world ranking yeah, I mean, points. Honestly, big respect to Rick for this weekend because – so he had he had a really solid first round. He was three under, and then second round, he just lost it. He was five over on the day with just a few holes left. He was outside the cut line. He was at two over, made a late birdie, uh, made the cut on the number, and then had a bad start yesterday. He was a few over yesterday. He was, like, in solo 66th place, goes, I think, four under on his second nine yesterday, and then shot four under today to salvage a top 20. Wow. Was, uh, yeah, pretty pretty big, especially, you know, he needs every – I think he moves from 80 in the world to 72. He does trying move to 72. To get, move trying to get in the top 50 before the cutoff for Augusta. and uh, It's coming and up, we're gonna too. See, we're going we're gonna to see what happens. Yeah, so he's got uh, – he, he's not playing Honda this week, which I thought he would, a little disappointing. So he's got Arnold Palmer and then the players – and then if he plays well enough to get in the top, he plays 60, good at the
2: players too. So like that's he, he either
1: he either like he he's gotten up. second and he's one, but it seems like he either plays really well or he basically like misses the cut. So it's really hit or miss for him. Um, but he was atrocious at Riviera from five to ten feet, just like at Phoenix. Yeah. Like he's he's like he's. Basically last on tour from five to 10 feet.
2: We'll probably see a new putter next week.
1: Like the amount of, because I, I generally follow like his shot tracker just because I I mean, I have for a decade now and, uh, the amount of iron shots that he hits within 10 feet and doesn't make the birdie is frankly infuriating and sickening. But, uh, again, another Ricky tangent. I, I honestly wasn't planning on uh, talking about it, but Jengs brought it up, so I had to I had to air my grievances, you know, but also I, my I praise because uh, respect for you know bringing it back on the weekend, getting that top twenty.
0: Um, Matt Kuchar terrible week putting to finish in eighth place. Uh, he respect lost, to Matt lost Kuchar as well putting this week. Uh, yep. He was minus .74 on the week strokes gained putting according to Data Golf.
2: That's not that bad. Also, this
1: is another thing I want to talk about. I mean, I, I thought about it with Kucher. You could say it for Cooch. Um, You could say it for Danny Willett. You could say it for Fowler. Like, I was just thinking about it the other day. Like, Ricky, like, shout out to him. I mean, and it goes the same for Danny Willett. Like, for I, I guess I don't know if Danny Willett had an offer from Liv. I would assume he did. But Ricky had a pretty sizable offer from Liv. And it could have, like, I, I honestly was 50-50. I thought he might do it but to stick it out on the PGA tour and try to grind his way back into like playing in the majors and all this sort of stuff, like, instead of just, you know, taking a big payday, I respect. And he's, and he's, sort, of, and he's sort of bringing his game back.
0: That's, you know, something we like to see him coming back around. Um, Kuchar, it's kind of been a while since we've seen him really contend in some tournaments, it feels like. Yeah, I wonder uh, if Kuchar had an offer. I'm sure he did. Um, so it's good to see him playing well again, uh, Jason, especially like he
1: doesn't hit it very far, but he's just like (laughs) making it work, you know, respect to Cooch Jason day, dude, I, I might, uh, I'm just thinking about like the, the master's fantasy game. I'm I'm trying to like who I want for my international player. I have, I'm very bullish on Jason day at Augusta. Very bullish. He would be a steal, uh, maybe not so much anymore cuz he's kind of coming around but jason day playing very good right now he's he's going to win this year i yeah, uh, i feel very good about it
0: starting at the end of 2022 he was 112 in the world he's up to 46 right now so yep top 50 making a huge charge uh ricky kind of the same thing he was uh 1103 he's up to 72 um you know we've had some big movers davis thompson another one Matt Kuchar, he's up to sixty five from eighty seven. Nice. So These guys, they're playing, they're playing good golf. Patrick Reed somehow is up to sixty one from seventy two. All right. But whatever, no one cares about him. Uh, any right. other big movers? Not really. Just all right. Rose. Just a
1: couple more things from Riv, and then we gotta keep it sliding. Uh, I want to talk. Oh gosh, uh, do do we talk, we haven't even talked about Tiger yet? Who? The, the uh, cat, Eldrick, Taunt Woods. You oh. may have heard
2: of him. Oh, Eldrick. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah not I many, wonder. not not many people know him by his nickname Tiger.
2: Yeah, I've um, never heard. I've never heard that before. But I yeah. like that. I'm gonna start. to calling him that. Probably. All right,
1: quick. Uh, each of you, your thoughts on Tiger's golf this week. Um, <clears throat> I'll go first. Left some to be desired. There was definitely
0: kind of these glimpses of you know, the past tiger where he just looked unstoppable, uh, yesterday, for example, he just kind of put together a really good run to start off the round. Uh, couldn't really manage it the whole way through, but there's, there's just these glimpses, like even some of his tee shots. I mean, he's hitting tee shots on one leg that are, you know, out driving guys like Rory and JT. And, and it just kind of brings these flashbacks of, uh, you know, an early 2010s, a late 2000s tiger, uh, you know, 2019 tiger when he wins the masters, but there's some to be desired out there still. It's the consistency's not there. The short game is not there. Um, so if we can work those things out come masters time, maybe see a little tiger in contention,
2: hopefully. Thoughts on Eldrick. Um, The irons were there, peak Tiger irons. I thought he was really delivering the ball from the Ferry to the Greens. Um, And making like kind of some clutch putts when he needed to, especially on the first couple days to like stay within the cut line. Made a couple just big 10, 15 footers when he needed to in classic Eldrick fashion. But I feel like his driver gets him into trouble for sure this weekend. Like he hits the driver long, but
0: sometimes it's just, you know, probably a little bit because of the leg not being able to get through it. Kind of these block slices out to the right that get him into
2: trouble. He's been playing a lot of movement, like a lot of fade left to
0: right, like a lot of left to right cut. Um, and you mentioned his putter. He did make some big putts, but I know specifically round two, there was multiple times where he would have you know five six feet for birdie and just would would not
2: capitalize on him i thought his wedges were like not super impressive to me i'm used to tiger just putting everything close with the wedges yeah Yeah. but um gosh it's fun to watch eldrick it is yeah i would say
1: i'm extremely impressed with like his ball speed and all like just the fact that I mean, he doesn't he, you know, his spine is fused. I mean, he doesn't even have a right leg barely. And just the fact that he's out here like over 180 sometimes for ball yeah. speed and just hitting these nukes like 330, 340 is like it's hard to even put into words how impressive it is. And obviously it was great to watch him play. I didn't watch probably as much as you guys did, like of the Tiger, like featured groups and stuff. Um so I, I couldn't comment a whole lot on, like, just all the different aspects of his game. But uh, it was just obviously great to have him. It seems like the leg is getting better. It like And as of last year, I didn't know if, like, you know, that's just how it's going to be moving forward or if it really can get better. Apparently, it is getting better. Um, Like, supposedly, like, he and his caddy aren't really talking about the leg during the round anymore they're just sort of focusing on the golf shots which is uh very promising to hear also he hasn't ruled out playing again before augusta so um you know barring some sort of setback you could see him at tpc sawgrass sounds like um somewhere warm for sure I mean, which TPC sawgrass not always warm at this I time. Heard of he, the
2: year. I already I he already hasn't ruled out playing in the 3M open either. So <laughs> yeah. keep that one.
1: Keep if on Tiger plays the
2: 3M open, I'm there. All right. I'll see you. I there. think I um, might
1: get an invite to play in the 3M open this year.
0: Uh you mentioned the leg nick. Uh kind of some signs with the leg is there was still a little bit of a noticeable limp, especially rounds three and four after playing two days. Yeah.
1: And I'm guessing that's just the way I'm, I think that's just how he walks now. I don't think it's, but
0: some people pointed out today. I mean, he's still bending over to pick up the ball out of the hole on his right leg. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's strong enough for him to do that after playing four days of golf. Uh, So I do think we're, we're getting back into, yeah. You know, tiger playing golf, not just kind of
1: nursing this injury
0: while trying yeah. to play golf.
1: And so obviously round one, especially the end of round one, birding the last three holes, that was just vintage. And, you know, that obviously that got a lot of people, you know, got their hopes up and all this sort of stuff. But, um, you know, and then he, when, he, when he faltered round two and kind of came back, almost missed the cut, I sort of had the, you know, okay, well, this is just how it goes. You know, he can show flashes for one round, but just with his body and everything, it's just not sustainable. He just can't keep it going for a whole tournament. Um, But then when he came back and played really well on Saturday, I thought that was a huge step in the right direction, because like last year at the PGA in Tulsa, he uh, at Southern Hills, he made the cut, I think, right on the number, but then went on to shoot 79 in the third round and withdrew because he's like, I just um, so it seems like from a physical standpoint it is better and it's not necessarily like his body's just not sustainable for a 72 hole event. It so it it seemed like it ended up being just more of rust in the golf game. So, I mean, if he can somehow find a way to play just a little bit more, I mean, he could, he could win another event. I think. I definitely
0: agree with that. If he, you know, can start playing consistently. I know that kind of the goal for a lot of Tiger fans is if he plays five times a year or six times a year, they'd be happy. If he plays the four majors, maybe the players and one more people would be ecstatic seeing Tiger that much. But just looking at the stats from this week, I mean, it's, it's rust. He's his approach game was, it was the best out of all his stats. Uh, And everything else was just, it was kind of (laughs) average. But, you know, if we can, if we can get that, that vintage Tiger where the putter lights up like we saw kind of at the end of round one and we kind of saw it in round three,
1: um, Tiger can can go crazy. Also, this is an aside. Um, it sounded like the him deciding to play at Riv was somewhat of a last-minute thing, um, according to his caddy, Joe LaCava. I think it was Wednesday of last week. So eight days before the tournament started, that I, it sounded like Tiger texted and was like, "I'm thinking about playing Rib next week." Yeah, because he announced it Friday of yeah. the
0: waste management,
1: the was yeah, WM, and, and uh which make so then it got me thinking, what is life like for Joe Lacaba? Yeah,
2: I was about it, to say, like, let me just get like, my plans this week. Yeah, yeah.
1: Is he just? Is he really just like? Does he have another job, or is his He's, job still just like I'm Tiger's caddy? And it's like. You work five weeks a year. His or? entire
2: his entire schedule is just penciled in, and he, there's yeah. nothing inked at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I was just thinking like, about that. Like, if I'm
1: Joe cop like, what if he had something coming up that weekend? It's like, cause I got gotta go caddy for Tiger every, now. Every I'm not someone expecting them, that. <laughs> like, yeah, like,
2: yeah, I might come, but I also caddy for tigers. so like, Tiger yeah, probably gave him a very. I'm gonna go
0: a very soft schedule at the start of the year. Like, hey, these are the weeks I might play. Keep yeah. these mm-hmm. somewhat free.
1: Like the four okay. majors,
2: he's the probably players, like booking a, he's
1: probably like booking a golf trip with the boys. And he's like, Hey, I'm thinking about playing rib next week. He's like, are you kidding me? Tiger? I was going to finally like, get to play.
2: Like your eight eight still out. hurts.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Here's some jumping jacks. I know it's not ready, buddy. Yeah, no, He it like was,
1: drops the golf bag on his ankle. Yeah. Oh. It was, it was great to have Tiger back. Let's it was great to time. watch Tiger again. Yeah. But
0: a little controversy around Tiger too. We'll talk about this quickly. Uh, yeah. Do we have to, should we talk about this? Some free ads to Tampax and Tampon Gate that everyone freaked out about. Talk about Tampon Gate? Yeah, we'll we'll briefly touch on it.
1: Don't tell me you didn't see this, Noah. I didn't
0: see this. All right, Noah, briefly, uh, after the ninth hole, was it on Friday
2: or was it Thursday? It was the first round. It It was the first round. So he he
0: outdrives JT on nine. And then someone caught him on camera handing him a tampon. I
2: saw that. Yeah. Um, And
0: people freaked out on Twitter about this. Like, everyone's you know coming after tiger it gets to the point he has to issue an apology after the round on friday uh personally what? i don't think it was that big of a deal like it's just it's that's funny. someone someone said it's locker room talk that spilled out onto the course uh you know he, i don't think it's he didn't it's, even say
2: anything it's like he's, he's not mic'd up he's not saying yeah. this
0: so that's so i mean dumb. people were no, kind of yeah. coming at him like you know that's kind of misogynistic he, you're thinking yeah. less of women uh I i don't agree they, with that take. They I just hit think it. it's, Keep, because I they think can't get it 'cause it gets funny. They
2: this far. Like, uh someone did yeah, the comparison. I,
0: It'd be like Lydia Co. out driving someone on the PGA tour and handing them like a like a
1: Viagra or handing them a tampon. Like it's, Well, here's the thing. That's actually happened. So back, I don't know how many years ago, but Fred Funk and Annika Sorenstam were Annika Sorenstam, whatever. Uh, they were, it was some sort of event. I don't, I don't know the context that they were both playing in, but she outdrove him and she made him wear a skirt. The rest of the whole Annika instigated that joke. So yeah. it's not, and it's the amount of people, Oh my gosh, dude, just the reaction to this. Just, it's like, are you serious? Are you serious? There's no reason. Like, this is funny. How, yeah. even if you don't find it funny, it's like, you don't need to make it a thing like, you know, like even
0: if this was, if this was Nick and I playing around a golf in the summer, and even if, you know, Nick's wife and my fiance are with us and we did this joke, I mean, they would both probably think it's funny. I, I don't we, think it's meant to be offensive. I think everyone, it's just a, it's a playful joke. Like it's locker room talk. It spilled out on the course. I don't think it needed yeah. to be blown out of proportion. It's just, it's funny.
2: Yeah. And, and if like, yeah, like you know, the and, normal brain would think it's funny.
1: Yeah. And and A lot of, like, people that were, you know, saying things about this were women, of course, but then, like, some, like, men were, like, agreeing with them. Like, oh, yeah, he shouldn't have said this. It's like, dude, hey, if you've never, like, don't even try to tell me you've never left a putt short and didn't call yourself Sally. Like, yeah, you know, awesome. that's the same exact like, thing. It's like, the same, I your let, let your husband putt for you next time
0: or yeah, something classic. like that. And don't let your purse yeah. get in the way. Like, those are just... It, those are things that always happen in golf and people think they're hilarious.
1: Yeah. This is no. basically, basically the take was like, like I saw one, some woman like in golf media or something. She's like, it was just like a quote tweet of the picture of, of Tiger giving it to JT. And it's like, please explain to me how this is supposed to be funny. It's like, just get off Twitter, get off Twitter. I do, I did think this was photoshopped for a long time. I was like, "There's so no way I. that this that's actually like, happened." Yes, yes, I
2: know. I was like, "No way that's actually real." Oh, that's that's such a tiger thing. You would totally carry, especially with JT. He's I don't know he's, that's the thing. Like that doesn't just that. that doesn't happen
1: impromptu. Clearly, yeah.
2: no. Yeah, he grabbed one and put it in his bag for
1: that specific purpose. Well, that's that's actually.
2: I actually heard on Joe LaCava was like, Tiger didn't want to play, but then he learned he was playing with JT, so he could pull this prank, and that's why he signed up for the tournament. Well, I'm cool. pretty, pretty sure he you know, can con play with whoever he wants. It's his, his tournament.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was Which all is just factually um, not true, Noah, considering he. Uh, committed you have to commit to the event before right. you get your tea time hey but my bad guys the first i do think
2: information i've spread out. <laughs> every yeah, every yeah single the first event, time i've nailed everything else so you just you know every that's single his event, one
0: mistake that he's allowed <laughs> with jt rory and tiger those three need to play together because that's just that's a fun group to watch
2: i know thursday and friday was electric it really was <laughs> the atmosphere was awesome yeah felt
1: like a <laughs> mini major almost like like just on Thursday, like the, the massive roars that were there on Thursday, mostly following the tiger group. But I mean, it honestly felt like a major, which is kind of fun, but uh, um, all right. Do you want to go to course talk? Because my, yeah, this that's, exactly what, that's exactly what I was going to get to. Um, yep. We got to talk, talk about rigged. the
0: course. Uh, you know, a lot of people in golf, Twitter, golf, social media, think this course is kind of a joke. A lot of players kind of think some of the holes on this course is a joke. Uh, Nick and I don't really like this course. I don't like this is probably one of my least favorite courses on tour.
1: Which um, like that is like that's a take. Like most people are like, oh yeah, Riv is like top two or three courses. It's they just because it's year. like
0: Tiger's event, people think it's cool. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton had some choice words for the course today. I don't know if you saw this, Nick, but walking I, off, I whole, did. Yeah, I did. Walking off hole ten today, his quote was shithole. We're gonna have to make this one expletive because I'm gonna. <clears throat> Coming off hole 11, he said, God, this place is effing shit.
2: What was that in in reference to? Just like the The golf course. course. Yeah, but Tyrell Hatton says (laughs) that about every course. He's a funny man. He says that about every course. Um, But
0: just to get off topic briefly, he hits a fan's phone and shatters this fan's phone. I saw
2: that. And
0: then Niall Horan, he sent Niall Horan over to get the guy's information. Yeah, <laughs> which was just crazy that Niall Haran is this guy's
2: middleman. That's such a power yeah. move. <laughs> yeah. someone more famous than you have to go over and get there, but yeah.
0: Uh, a lot of talk about the course. A lot of people, I mean, the one place on this course <clears throat> that probably catches more flack than anything is hole 10.
1: Uh, so yeah, so uh, yesterday Kevin Van Valkenberg KBV, uh, with no laying up, he's he was on the ground at the event. Uh, he went in yesterday. He just sat all day at hole 10, ended up writing a, and he talked with some of the players and he wrote a story on it. So I read that last night, a quote from Rory about hole 10. It stinks. It absolutely stinks from Rory. Um, who let's, let's see some of the other
2: quotes. Um, so in my head, like, from a golf course design standpoint i love the idea of a drivable par four giving you the option to lay up or go for the green so what is it really about hole 10 that just like i feel like in general most holes that are drivable are like like lauded is that a good thing is that the word i'm looking for like they're kind of praised like drivable par fours in general
0: that's they're they're praised because they're fun but Yeah, they are. You know, a lot of people talk about. uh, Morikawa said it when he had his the AirPods in yesterday on the coverage. Um, Like it's a hole that when it's a back pin, if you're out of position, you're hitting to the middle of the green and leaving yourself like a 50 foot putt, uh, which is not an easy two putt. And just like, you know, if you're long, you're in jail because the bunker shot's not easy. If you're short, you're in jail. It's like it's basically the hole is like a Mickey Mouse hole.
1: Yeah, he had another uh, another player who uh, remained anonymous said it's effed. He said that was that was the only two words he said about that hole. Um, I mean, it's pretty much just luck. Like everyone aims sort of at the same place, um, but basically it's like if your ball lands in the upslope, you know, it might stay there in perfect position, like to just chip on the green. But most of them go through and go to the so, rough. So then, so the
2: issue is with the green complex, basically.
1: I would say, yeah. It seems yes. like the green complex... Well, first of all, when it was designed, it didn't even have bunkers.
2: When it was really? originally
1: designed, there weren't even bunkers around the green. Yeah. Um. But just like... I don't think the green complex is built for greens that are as fast and firm as they are now.
2: Sure. That's fair. That's a fair argument. It didn't... It wasn't, like, exciting to watch because no one, like... Kind of, I didn't. I don't really know what's going on with the hole, but nobody was putting it close on their second shot, really ever. And it's like they weren't even trying to.
1: I've just. It's it's honestly, it's hard to put an actual finger on what exactly it is, but I really have never liked that hole. And there's some. I mean, there's some drivable par fours that's like, okay, if you take on the risk, there's actually a chance of getting it close to the hole, but you yeah. can't on that. Is hole. that,
2: is that, is that maybe it? It's like, it's a drivable quote unquote par four, but are you really ever going to get eagle? Like, is I that, mean, it there, there are
1: some guys that like, you know, once a yeah. tournament when it's that front left flag, like, you know, maybe someone will hit the perfect shot, but I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, I also look at, I look at drivable par fours and par
0: fives the same. Because, like, the whole point of a drivable par four is to drive it up close to the green, chip on, well, and make Yeah, it's to give birdie. you an
2: option. You know, you can either like. Which,
0: you know, a par five, the, the risk is going for it in two yeah. Yeah. and then chipping up and making birdie. If this was a par five and that's the second shot, like, people would think that that's the dumbest hole in golf. Like, if you have two, 280 in to a par five and the green looks like that, people would yeah. think that that is the stupidest hole in golf.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, that's the that's, the, that's what you get with, with drivable par 4s, though. It's like, with a par 5, you can't get away with making that. You have to make the complex go for intuable, almost, to some degree. Like, where if you're 250 out, you're not going to lay up to 100 yards. Because what's the fun in that? Yeah, but With the drivable par 4, you, you like, you can do something like that. Like, it just looks like
1: just, a green complex that belongs at a pitch and putt.
2: Maybe just because you can do it means you should, like... Doesn't it obviously doesn't mean you should do it. And the fact that you're not a par five, maybe, maybe, and I mean
0: like probably shouldn't like, do it. I don't know. Talking risk rewards par on four. drivable par fours. Back to back weeks, we have you know probably two of the most iconic drivable par fours on the tour schedule. Yep. You have seventeen at the Waste Management, and then you've I got ten at the bowl. Riviera. And seventeen is probably the best drivable par four that they play
2: all season. It's up there. Yeah, I mean uh, I would
1: say I would say fifteen at. Uh, Fifteen at River Highlands for the Travelers. That one's up there. That's a good one.
2: It's, yeah, I should not even if
1: I tried. There's some more, but
2: uh, yeah, it's like the sure. epitome of it's the it's literally the epitome of a risk reward golf hole, really. But seventeen
1: at, the, at, at TPC Scotso. Scotso, Yeah, yeah. The, the thing
0: team. with the thing with ten though, the difference between seventeen and ten is seventeen. If you miss the green. <laughs> You know, you can put it right at the green in the fairway there, and you can get up
1: and down for birdie. You know, obviously, if you miss left, you're dead.
2: Mm-hmm. With ten, that's one if, thing
1: about seventeen at Scottsdale. I would like maybe a little more trouble right, like yeah. just like. But that's like, that's the, neither here. Or the not. thing with ten is if you miss anywhere,
0: you are dead. Yeah, and like even if and you lay up, the second shot is not easy.
1: Like, there's no winning on that hole.
0: That's why everybody's going for the
1: green. It provided a good two shot swing today. Like Homa, yeah. Homa birdied it and Rom bogeyed it. Um, but yeah, that, that leads into another thing I wanted to talk about, but we don't have to get to that. Um, so anything else on hole 10? Cause there's another hole we have to talk about. On that course. Pull, it up. pull it up. That will never happen though. It's too more. like it's um, hole four. Hole four par is three? awful. Yeah. Par three.
2: Oh, yard that just that like
1: hole a stupid hole, horrible, absolutely why, terrible.
0: Why do you have a par three? First of all, that is 240 yards. That it is impossible to even put the ball on the green.
1: That's the thing. Like I, I'm seeing a lot of like what everyone thinks. I mean, so a lot of players and caddies saying that hole is borderline unplayable. I mean, I, Rom birdied it two of the first three rounds, but. Like so basically, the issue is if you land it on the green, it's impossible to keep it on the green. But it's so sticky short of the green that if you land it short, it stays short. That's yeah. That's that's sort of I, I think what I'm gathering is that that's what's the issue. No, oh, you're four.
2: no, you're you're totally right. And I now you say that I remember so many balls showing up. I always thought watching this tournament, like in the past, that the slope on the right was like a bank that you could use to bank the ball onto the green. Mm-hmm. But it obviously isn't like if it's uphill, you can't use that to, unless you hit a low, you know, a little low rope stinger maybe up there, but
1: yeah, it's like, that's basically how you, yeah, it's, it's not great. I feel like if that's the design of the green complex, like it has to be, the hole has to be like 80 yards shorter <laughs> or yeah. something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that one, but
2: it, it I want to was, bring up the tour tourcast really look of it
1: just because I want to look at the
0: slopes on the. I'm
2: there. I'm looking at that right now, Jenks, and it it says that the green basically slopes from right to left, basically. Yeah, so but that little,
0: entire that entire
2: slope that slopes right to left a little bit also front slopes to front to back a little. Yeah, a little bit front to back, and then it says that the like the the fringe and the approach around the green. Like, especially the the fringe, just short right of the green slopes into the green. That's what it says on this picture.
1: But, and yeah, what Rory was saying was a lot of the issue is so, like these two holes that we were talking about is the area around the green, like the Kikuya grass that can kind of be,
2: that might be what it is. It's just, yeah. You it in the fairway, even though it's sloped to the green, it's, it's not going to release like it really should. Like if it's yeah. that's TBC Twin Cities, the pure, one of the purest courses on you know on God's green earth, and that ball is bouncing up off the off the no or off the very no problem. So
1: Noah, what's your prediction if I play in the U.S. Open Qual there? Um, what what do you think I would shoot? One day, two day. It's just eighteen holes.
2: Eighteen holes, U.S. Open qualifier. Um, you to caddy or no? Yeah. Who's who? Mike. Mike Kenny for
1: you? Probably, probably my brother.
2: Okay. Okay. All
1: right. Also, um, he he uh, on Second Swing's YouTube channel. One of their videos last year, he played the course. So like he. Okay, so he's got know.
2: some insider information, insider trading. Bit, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I would say you shoot seventy three, one over. Wow,
1: isn't that two over? Or well, did, or does does par three play as a par five? Or whole three? when
2: you play.
1: I'm assuming they play played as, as, as a par five. One? Oh.
2: For a U.S. Open qualifier, I don't know if they would change the par. On I'm that.
1: also curious what tees they would play from, but that's also mm-hmm. a complete tangent. But well, I thought you were going to say like 79. But anyway, anyway what were we I talking think, about? I think you'd oh, come yeah. out hot up three top. under front and three then throw it away
2: with like
1: four bogeys in the last five holes. Did I ever tell you my freshman year we played a duel against St. Thomas there?
2: I remember hearing some stories about that.
1: I was two under through eight and shot
2: 85. Yeah, that's a pretty good round. That's the Nick I know. You know, some things never change, Jinx. Yeah, he was some probably things just, never do. He was probably like that in high school, too, like 35-55 for a No, that a was like me.
0: That's that's me second round at state, actually.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, there's just a, one or two other things from Riv I wanted to just touch on quickly, but is there anything else on, like, the those holes there, the course design? Those holes suck. I'm yeah, and there, there, there's, there's really good sucks. holes that we could talk about there, but we yeah. just kind of highlighted the negative. I read one is
2: stupid. I'm reading I reading this article, is stupid. And they're, they're talking about, like, so they're like, Cypress Point, Pine Valley, and Augusta, how oh, much of their greatness to the unique properties they sit on. And then it goes to, like, Riviera sits alongside Wingfoot and Chicago Golf Club, um, and their greatness comes from attributes primarily to the imaginations of the architects so basically saying like these holes are just incredibly well designed on this puddle land. and that's 18 is great cool. and i just don't like it's a nice course but it's not like special like it's not
0: there's there's four memorable things about this course
2: i mean these guys are putting it in the same category as tbc sawgrass
1: yeah. Most people think Riv is way better than TPC Sawgrass.
0: There's there's four memorable things about this course. It's 1, 10, uh the green or the bunker in the middle of the green on 6. I think of I think 1's kind of gimmicky, honestly. I think 1 is a gimmick. I think it's a stupid hole, but it's memorable because it's a straight downhill par 5 that's 500 yards.
1: Sounds like, a, well, like it's a just an icon it's together. just an iconic tee shot. That's all like I mean, just cuz it hasn't changed
2: you know? I just have I just have beef with their greatness is because of the imaginations of the architects. It's like, well, I don't know. Maybe because it's like has some history. Like that might be part of the greatness as well.
1: Yeah. I I think, I mean, yeah. I think that's a big part of it. Like if you just no history attached just compared it to like I don't know. Hard CBS to say. Coverage?
2: Yeah,
1: hard it. to say. Um Okay, so quick, the CBS coverage, a couple things they're They're getting a lot better, uh, especially like the see like where they uh one player in the third round they walk a hole with them and they uh they sort of interview them and uh, talk them through like what they're thinking and that's that's like that's a really great touch like we've had some great guys do it so far this year um, And then today they did the corporate the corporate segment where they talk with the CEO of whatever is the presenting sponsor. It did that while the leaders were on hole 10, which was an absolutely insane decision. I don't know who decided that. Um, and we have to get rid of that new technology they're trying this year where it just like shows the graphic of where the oh, ball yeah. is going to land. The
2: spoiler alert, dude.
1: Yeah. that. I mean, first of all, sometimes it's not even right. And it's also what's the point of it? I mean, in one second, I was going to find out where it lands anyway.
2: It's like the it's like when you're watching a movie and the subtitles come up like exposing what they're gonna say before it actually happens.
1: That's what yeah, it feels so like to
2: me. It's like I, I don't, it's spoil it's Honestly,
1: hats off to them for trying new things and like you know, trying to make the broadcast more immersive and stuff, it's but a, I don't it's impressive I don't, technology. I don't see the what the point is of that. Mm-hmm. But it's I'm it's like, basically just like, hey guys, we have the technology to do this. But yeah, it's like I no saw, no one asked for it.
2: I saw a shot from I think it was Keith Mitchell, like, coming on the stretch today. I needed some iron up on this par three. And, like, that little spoiler alert circle is just going right in the bunker. You know, and, like, you can just see it when the ball's mid-flight. And then the, the camera's on him, and he's staring it down. Like, he's eyeing it. Like, it's going right at the pin. He's like, this is going to be such yeah. a dart. And then just drops in the middle of the bunker where, like, we knew it was going to go. And he's like, oh, like, what? It's like, buddy, didn't you see the spoiler alert, Cam? Like, you knew it was one of the bunker. I think yeah. it's cool.
0: Like, I, I think it's dumb. I definitely see why people don't like it, but I think it's cool. Just, like, you know where it's going to land, but that, like, if it lands on the green, it was fun on 16 and at the WM. Like, if one looks like it's going close, it's like, I'll oh, get on the edge of your seats. This might spin into the hole. Like, there's potential.
2: I so, actually, like, It's fun I in actually, that aspect. I didn't, I didn't mind it on 16. So that is interesting that you say that. But... In general, do you want to, like, do you want to see where the ball is going before it hits the ground? I mean, I,
0: it, I think you? sometimes it just, like, it helps, because especially with camera angles, like, you just watch the ball fly, and it's like, yeah. oh, I don't
2: know, have a clue where that's going, so. Here's here's an idea, maybe. Maybe they do it, but, like, they slow down the technology, so you don't, it doesn't spoil it. Well, yeah. then what's the point? I mean, then it's just like, oh, well, it just, just watched it just, where the it ball just is. Maybe it helps
0: you, just make it the just circle bigger.
1: You. Here's what helps I here's,
0: helps. Here's, yeah. here's what I think. Don't be so accurate. Like exactly. give it like 25%. So Let's like if it's going to land 5 technology. feet left, yeah. if it's going to land 5 feet left of the flag. Just broaden the circle so that yeah. it could be like 5 feet right
1: or 20 feet left. Yeah. So it just like, helps you out. It's
0: kind of yeah, gives you a little, It's like oh, a it's guy. Over
2: somewhere,
1: yeah. Okay. So here's what I would say. I think they just need to go back to uh a technology that that has been used for decades and it still feels, feels like they don't do it a whole lot anymore instead of showing where the, where the, where the ball is going to land. Like you show it and you have the main screen. That's just showing the ball flight, right? The ball in the air. And then just having the corner, a shot of the guy's face, the player, like their live reaction to them watching the shot. Like, it feels like they don't do that. I mean, they started doing that probably back in the eighties. Opposite. Um, How about we have full screen? We have
0: the guy hitting and then we have like the top tracer and then like picture in picture is the ball landing on the green.
2: How about we have them film the coverage and then they show us a video game replication of what's going on. So mm. we just see an animation of what actually. Yeah. Happened. Not. Oh, let's get rid of, let's get rid of the, the PGA
0: weeds. tour coverage. Let's just do tour cast for everything. So you yeah. just follow the little blue line. Talking, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like following like an NBA or NFL game on ESPN game cast. That's, that's like,
2: you're, like, watching 50 of these holes with, like, yellow lines, like, boop, 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 boop.
1: Yeah.
2: Over the place.
1: All right. Uh I think that's it from uh Riv. Should we go oh, Riv to other Riv, suggestion.
0: Or? When the final group tees off, you have their ball flight, and then you have ghost tracers of everybody else's shot. So everybody else in the field is teeing off at the exact same time, so you can see where the ball's going.
1: Kind of okay, like how, question: How would Live do that, considering the final group is teeing off at the same time? You don't as care about Live. <laughs> Good old is shotgun start. Shot, yeah. Speaking of Live, perfect segue. Um, <laughs> that
2: was the most forced segue I've ever. What do you mean? You, you were like, you're like, we got to talk about Live, and then we just kept having our conversation, and then you just said, you just threw a Live comment in. No, perfect segue.
1: No, because it was like they used to do that when the final group tees off, you show the ghost tracer, and it's like it was just kind of a joke. What about Liv? Because they do a shotgun start. So, like, yeah, everyone knows how to play that. Show the shotgun
2: yet. pellets. What about Liv? There's a good segue
1: for you. Speaking of Liv, great segue. Um, <laughs> so, they poached a few more boys. Um, I have this list of five. I mean, I guess, oh, Mito, we should probably talk. We should, or I meant uh, have a list of four. I was hearing five, but I think it was just because Mito was also on there. Okay, so the new signings, Mito Pereira. Five people got saved? Mito Pereira, Thomas Peters, Brendan Steele, Danny Lee, and Dean Burmester. How, are you are are you overwhelmed or underwhelmed by this list, Noah? <laughs> I am
2: overjoyed to these boys Really over to the good side. I mean, oh come on! My. I've been pulling for Dean Burmester to to be on to be on the Range Goats for years, you know, and just I don't just think he's on the Range Goats. Me. No, he's
1: really? on uh, he's on Team Stinger. the
2: The Range Goats also haven't existed for years, so I don't know how you could be pulling for that for years. Well, time timelines work differently in the live golf sphere, as you've heard from Bubba Watson and his whole kid. That's in it. true. That oh. is true. So, um, yeah, they yeah they have foreknowledge of it's all. It's an the alternate teams. universe over there. You guys probably wouldn't understand. You're stuck in the you're stuck in the basic PGA Tour universe. It's fine. Yeah, that, that is true. true. Yeah, they totally see time differently with all of the groups yeah. starting like at the same time. You so. guys look at us and you're like, you guys tee off at the same time. And we're like, well, we don't really They're see. They're
1: like, well, that. time is a circle. Yeah.
2: yeah. Time is a construct. So are we really teeing off at all? Really? Liv, Liv thinks the Earth is flat. Okay. You think the Earth is not flat? Correct. Interesting. That'll be a conversation for another day. Um. All right, so of these... Mito is
1: uh, somewhat somewhat significant but not a huge loss. I mean Thomas Peters is probably the biggest yeah, one. Peter, I mean he didn't Peter's he didn't good. he was number 34 in the world. Um, I I would think Mito's bigger than Thomas Peters for a loss for the PGA Tour. Uh why do you say that? Because he actually had full tour status or what? Yeah,
0: Peters didn't play a lot of PGA Tour. Mito's a young like I shouldn't say young. He's 27, but he just came off his rookie year. He kind of showed promise. Uh, and then is just kind of dipping out after one year. So Isn't, isn't Peters a Brit, though? Peters is from Belgium.
2: Oh, so he, does he play on the on the European Tour?
0: Yeah, he plays the DP yeah.
2: World Tour. You think he the majority. eats waffles a lot, too, probably? I hope so. Well, now he's going to be eating... the chocolate? Range goats, probably. He'll be eating more. Oh, that is that what range goats are? Are they a food? I was, I was actually wondering about that. It's
1: golfers on a team.
2: Um, golfers on a T.
1: The other three
0: names, though, I could give two F's less.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine they gave were, Dan, Danny Lee a, anything significant in terms the, of the live golf Twitter
0: account. When they were talking about, oh, we got Brendan Steele, you know, this guy, he has showed promise. I'm like, I can't remember the last time Brendan Steele has been relevant.
2: Yeah, Jays, but what, what are you gonna say? Like, we got this guy, and I'm like, yeah, we got him, but he's. He's like pretty mid, but like we'll take him. You gotta gas him up a little
0: bit. you' gas—it's like gassing up,
2: you know—the back Josh Johnson for the He's 90s.
0: like
1: he's like store brand Cameron Tringali, but Cam, yeah. Cameron Tringali is like store brand Adam Scott. So it's like
2: holy crap, store brand, store brand.
1: Yeah, like Cameron Tringali was all these that
0: brands. big of a signing, and Brendan Steele is much worse than Cameron Tringali. So yeah. Danny Lee, he did something cool at the WM Phoenix open a couple of years ago, but that's about it. Um, he did like a dance on 16 or he hit an ACE on 16 and people um, freaked out or something. He are even, you
1: thinking of James Hahn? Maybe.
0: Uh, I don't know what Danny Lee's ever done. Dean Here's Burmester. A- I'll miss hearing his name on at the open radio, yeah. but besides that, who gives a flying toot?
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Thomas, you know who really lost is uh, Captain Luke Donald for Team Europe, not being able to have Thomas Peters. He was 100% going to be on that team. Yeah, their and, team's already uh, hurting, and now it's hurting worse. Yeah. USA back-to-back, baby. Interesting. As, as think- far as like their current talent for Team Europe, this might be the most significant so far. Yeah. What were you going to say,
2: Noah? Well, I'm just like, Liv could have been a USA, Team USA concoction now by the looks of it. They just make this tour and then like get all the European guys over there, so now we can win every Ryder Cup without.
1: Honestly, without I would anyone. argue
2: there's been more relevant U.S. guys that have been taken than Europe. Yeah, but we've got the depth. Like they can't have. We did that to make it look like we were taking even playing field, but like because we didn't know the shots.
1: Like who's who's the best? Like okay, Sergio might have been on the coming team. But like Westwood wasn't going to, Poulter wasn't going to be on the team. Oh Stenson Poulter was, was going to be on the team. Stenson was going to be the captain, but like as far as actual playing talent, maybe Sergio, unless I'm missing yeah. someone. I mean don't I have have it, anyone left. But I mean, team US, I mean Bryson may have been on the team. DJ for sure would have been on the yeah. team. Possibly people, Taylor Gooch, but how many people make the team?
0: Twelve. Okay. So here's the top 12 in the European rankings right now. Rory McElroy, John Rahm, Victor Perez, Alex Norin, Adrian Otegui, Yikes, Yikes. Yannick Paul,
1: <laughs> Yikes. Shane
0: Lowry, Tommy Fleetwood, Rasmus Hogard, nice. Tommy, get up that list. Antoine Rosner, Tyrrell Hatton, and Torbjorn Olsson, who just won a tournament this week. Dude, I was actually scared uh, after your Bob play. McIntyre is number 14 and he is garbage hey
1: come. easy easy we don't need to we don't need to slander Bob McIntyre now Maddie Fitz will make the team I don't know why he's down in 22nd he'll make the team. Robert
0: Rafa Cabrera Bale might make the team yeah that's uh, not great isn't depth. isn't Blandy a live guy now yeah bland yeah, yeah. so he's not how making about, the
2: team how about you start off with Rory and John Rom, and then your team still sucks <laughs> We're missing Victor
0: Hovland, too. I don't know why. Yeah, Victor Hovland's
2: going to make the team. Oh, yeah. Fitz, he's going to make the
0: team. Henrik Stenson might make the team. He's on there. Alex Fitzpatrick is Henrik in the top Stenson?
1: 100. Henrik Stenson? Bro, Henrik Stenson's live. That's a joke.
0: Oh, okay. Alex Fitzpatrick is in the top uh, 100. He's above Graham McDowell and Bernd Weisberger. Bernd Cheeseburger, baby.
1: All right. Um, anything else on live? Live or die. I don't I didn't see it. No, n- nothing really... A couple teams announced their full roster, but I don't care enough to look it up right now. Yeah. So we'll talk about that when they all announce oh, their roster. Oh, did we? we bring week.
2: up the commercial ever? Did you guys watch that commercial?
1: Oh, the one with the little girl. Yeah. Oh gosh, that was terrible. The child <laughs> crisis actors.
2: Yeah, it just it looked like a commercial specifically made it for Tic Tac.
1: Well, and I mean, you see, like how how are people supposed to take that seriously? I don't think I don't think Brooks actually said anything, did he? No, he didn't. No. He just kind of like pointed up or something. Yeah, it, it, it was right after uh right <laughs> after the Bryson part. He's like, We're the crushers, and we're called that for a reason. And then he hits a drive, and then it's just Brooks rolling his eyes. Oh, I'm Bryson DeChambeau. Oh. Yeah, we're the crushers. We're called that for a reason.
2: Hey guys, I thought that you was really
1: what? cool. Okay. Well, that's what's wrong with you. Hey, speaking on... Speaking on Brooks Kepka segue. Oh, What's also, there's, Koepka? there's, yes, yes, but we have to talk about so uh, some a bunch of live. Actually, it might be the official live account. Uh, like a week ago, roughly, posted a video of Sergio Garcia signing autographs. Um, and it was like, what a great uh, example by Sergio Garcia, like signing autographs for the kids or whatever. I gotta find it. Uh.
0: Yeah, it was the he was signing an autograph for the little girl who was in the commercial. Okay,
1: yeah, he's like he's being a great example, and it's just Sergio Garcia signing autographs, right? And then it turns mm-hmm. out that's the girl who's the Child Crisis actor in the commercial.
2: Oh yeah, for sure is. Yeah, that was just like
1: at the shooting of the commercial. So it's like it's clearly it's made to show like oh yeah, look at all these like kids that live is bringing to the game, but it's like no, they're just it's
2: people actors. that were they're literally hired actors to yeah. She did a pretty good job though. I mean, she kind of nailed the kid looking for an autograph
1: role. I wonder if she found her team that she's gonna cheer for. She killed the- probably, probably Stinger, because they play hard on the course and off it. Probably high flyers, No, probably them, you know. no. Uh <laughs> some of the funniest parts. Is, <laughs> is, that, is that when Kevin, Bubba did Kevin his goat nod. noise too? No, that's not the same video, but uh One part, Kevin Na goes, one word, iron heads. And then she's like, I think that's two words. And then it's just like Martin Keimer shows up. Cliques is one word. Oh, yeah, that
2: part was funny.
1: It's like, And the whole premise of the thing is like, why should I root for your team? It's like, cliques, that's one word. Yes, I'm going for the cliques now. Thank you, Martin Keimer.
2: they don't have much else. Their team
1: name's Cleese. They really don't. <laughs> your captain is Martin Kymer, who hasn't hit a good golf shot since 2014.
2: <laughs> and your team name literally is Cheeks, but with an H, switched out for an L, so.
1: Yeah. But, we're gonna, hey, hey, this week, competing against the Honda is Liv Mayakoba, so that should be good. They, they picked a good tournament to go up against because the field at the Honda is going to be Horrible absolutely terrible
2: yeah i never watched it be- do, you, do you
0: think ricky's taking the honda off so he can go watch his good pal uh cameron tringali
1: play at mayakoba yeah they used to be roommates that's actually hilarious and um they were roommates. he's taking the week off uh I, i'm disappointed for sure but uh he probably just didn't want to play five straight which is understandable but we're trying to get into augusta or he's just trying to catch up on full swing episodes one and two he, I think he's uh, I think he's seen all of them considering he was involved in the production, so well, maybe they didn't give him early access. I don't know. Episode one, full swing.
0: Yes, speaking uh, of, we are we mentioned it last week on the cast. Uh, we are going to break down the full swing series episode by episode. Uh, there was eight episodes total. I did see a stat they said for those eight episodes, 45 minutes a piece, they took like 600 hours of filming, uh, as well as like 6,000 hours of archive footage.
1: Yeah, yeah, That was, that's, that's what was filtered through. Um, but episode one
0: focuses on Jordan and JT. We kind of talked about it last week when Nick had seen it. The rest of us haven't, I don't know if Noah watched it. I did. Um,
1: yeah. So now that, yeah, now that Jennings has seen it, we can actually talk about it a little bit. Um, Noah's got his notes. I had a, I saw a good take on, uh, so I didn't listen to the whole thing. It's three hours, but NLU did like a full, like a full, full swing recap. Like they recapped the entire series in one three hour episode and the guy that they had on, I should be able to remember his name, but I can't, he's like, I basically with this sort of stuff, I kind of do the ESPN 30 for 30 test. Like, what if I told you, and then it's like, do you watch the episode? Um, And it's like episode one is basically, what if I told you Jordan and JT are friends? It's like that's not that's but not like I I would content. still
0: watch the episode because I get their friends. I want to see what their friendship is like.
1: Yeah, like but I've, I mean, seen, like, there's it, I've seen it. I've seen episodes that and are pieces. way better. Because like, then they, he said like, oh, for the Brooks are. episode, for the Brooks episode, he's like, what if I told you one of the greatest golfers of this generation, like lost his confidence. You know, like that's that's the most, actually the most confident and cocky guy lost his confidence and cockiness. Yeah. Like yeah, but that's cool. Let's 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 talk episode one. So what are you, your overall thoughts on episode one?
0: I I think I ranked it out of the eight it's you know in my four or five range. It's definitely not my favorite episode, but I did like it.
1: Okay. Um did anything stick out to you?
0: money games yeah JT got the last laugh. That's
1: about it. Some guy noticed J, uh, JT at Walgreens. Not too. Yeah, um, a, a lot of the JT and Jordan stuff seemed contrived. Like, like especially. I mean, this didn't even just seem oh, contrived. One it was more like, thing. One more thing. What?
0: SB two K, whatever year it was. Oh, yeah, that, that gets it. Glad appearance. they brought that back in. That was the greatest Snapchat stories
1: of all time. That was awesome. But, uh, like, especially, J, like, the, the camera crew is with JT in the car, and they're just talking, like, they're talking about how he and Jordan are friends. And he's like, oh, I'm getting a call from Jordan. I wonder, he's like, what the hell does he want? It's like, oh, wow, you just happened to get a call from Jordan right now. And then the, the camera crew happens to also be with Jordan, who's on the other end of the line. He's like, Hey, uh, what should I include and, uh, avoid in the best man speech? He's like, that I definitely have, uh, memorized and prepared. And it's like, Oh my gosh, just cringe at that entire scene. Like who told you guys to do that? Like, like you want to see stuff like, you know, a camera crew is following. You want to see stuff. That's like, like no one wants this contrived stuff. Yeah. And it seemed like kind of all of their dialogue, like in the practice round and that money game is just like, I don't know. A lot of it seemed contrived,
0: but um, that's why I rank it at four or five. It's not like the greatest content that was in the it, whole series,
1: but yeah. And it was also interesting when JT was hitting range uh, with his dad as his coach and just like drop an F bomb left and right. Oh my god! Uh, I was like, if I did right that in there. front
0: of my dad. Like, I don't know what would happen.
1: Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, obviously he ended up winning the PGA, so that was, that was cool to just see like, that was already in episode one. Cause that was one of the, some of the content I was looking forward to the most was, was the PGA and just seeing his, his massive comeback and, um, they, they had very little content from the RBC heritage where Jordan won. Which was yeah, it was like a shocking. It was like a short blip. They showed a couple shots. They showed his bunker yeah. shot on eighteen, and that was about it. It was like almost an afterthought that Jordan won at RBC. So I don't know if they just didn't have much of the crew there and didn't get much content, or I thought they would go a little deeper into the
0: yeah into the event that like Jordan actually won. The kind of the whole point of Jordan in the episode was like I'm I want to make my comeback. I want to get back to the top of the majors i want to win tournaments and then it's like here's a 30 second uh super cut of the rbc heritage that jordan won and then it's like oh and that's it jordan let's move on to justin thomas now Mm -hmm. like there there just wasn't a lot
1: on jordan last time did we talk about the like the the overall story of like jt trying to reach jordan's status did we talk about that Yeah, we talked about it. You
0: kind of thought it was a little bit forced. Like they talked about like he's always been kind of the little brother role.
1: Yeah, Um, it was like Jordan has this, you know, great career and JT is just trying to like somehow get on Jordan's level. Yeah. Which I guess when you talk about majors, the number of majors, there's something to that. But also, you know, for the past handful of years, JT has been the significantly better player. So yeah, it was storyline felt a little bit. The whole storyline was... A little was, bit inauthentic, maybe, but...
0: They they have a quote in there, like, one of his teammates is like, you know, we don't even have our bachelor's yet, but Jordan has his master's. And it was yeah, like, that's kind of the same actually, thing. That's actually a um, great quote. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, Jordan won the master's right away. He won two other majors right away. Uh, and JT really hadn't done anything yet. And even in college, like, JT was kind of second fiddle to Jordan. And now it's like, is JT going to catch up? And when you talk about actual golf the last two years like you said JT has been ahead since really 20 when did he win the 18. master or the PGA 2018
1: well 2017 he won that was the major right after Jordan won yeah. the the open so yeah, say, yeah from that point on JT has it's been It's really been player. JT um so yeah um noah what anything do you think else from episode one it was good to hear like from Jor- or jt's dad because that's his swing
2: coach yeah right? um yeah
1: noah anything on episode one
2: yeah it was a pretty good episode overall i'd probably give it like a b minus on my episode scale
1: but i liked uh I, don't know, I thought
2: it was kind of funny when they were showing
1: jordan filming that uh at&t commercial in that fake house yeah it's like hey hey guys welcome to my fake house and it's just like some like some you know it's like an Airbnb set that in, they rented out in, yeah, shoot it's a commercial. Like, yeah, shoot a commercial in LA, which is funny, but um I can't really think of much else from episode oh, I'm, one.
2: I'm looking at all my notes um, and yeah, it looks like you guys kinda talked about all the everything I wanted to. So geez, I really yeah. feel
1: bad that we kinda stole your thunder here from episode know, one. So we could real. have you start for episode two.
2: Yeah, I, I'll just cover next week. Don't you don't have to worry about it.
1: No, we're doing episode two right now, so
2: Oh, serious? Well, I love hey, uh,
0: episode
2: I left my, one. I left my episode oh. two notes in my other on my other car.
0: So I'm also, gonna, I'm yeah. glad in episode one we learned what a par is, what a birdie is, what a cut is.
1: Um, I'm fine with that. You gotta, you gotta assume there's gonna be some watchers that aren't like golf nerds because if it was just golf nerds, that's not a big enough audience to put a lot of money into a project like that. They. They did kind of set the bar high with the music. I don't know if you really paid
0: attention. I liked Nick. the intro music. The I was thinking at the very end after JT wins the PGA and they have Hozier playing. Oh, yeah. yeah they yeah. kind of set the bar high with that music, which they only come back to like two other times the entire season. Uh, but yeah. Anything I'm looking at golf.com's cliff notes version. We kind of hit it all. Um, I don't know how Dylan to is pronounced Dylan to I
1: don't understand that, but yeah, that guy, he was really good in the documentary. He was very good. Um, okay. So episode two, Brooks and Scotty, the Brooks stuff was quite interesting, actually. Yeah. I didn't enjoy the the Brooks going through, like, it's just such a contrast to the Brooks of like 2017 through 2019. I mean, he was, you know, when he would in conference to say, I mean, yeah, I really don't practice that much. And like, basically when you guys see me out here playing, that's when I play and all that sort of stuff. And now it's like, he's really thinking about his golf swing 24 seven, like that he's saying in the documentary. And then obviously I, that one, that one massive quote, right. If you want to, if you want to talk about that, if you know what I'm talking about, we basically just said, like I can't compete with these guys yeah. out here week in week out. Yeah, And that was incredibly telling to hear that from Brooks Kepka. Yeah, um, you know
0: Brooks really just focuses on losing his game. Uh, he deals a lot with his putting. You know, I used to be a great putter from eight feet, and now I couldn't hit water if I fell out of a boat. Mm-hmm. And it just shows him missing a bunch of eight footers on the practice green and getting pissed off and slamming his putter and going to play golf, but it, I think it's a very telling story about Brooks because like you said, the Brooks that we got used to was this, you know, this confident cocky guy uh, who doesn't care about golf really only plays when it's big time, like plays well, only cares. And we're kind of seeing in a different side of Brooks where it's, you know, I actually do care and I want to get back to that level I was at. So it's, you know, kind of him trying to get back to that level is mm-hmm. really what I got
1: out of it. And they follow him at Augusta where he misses the cut. Yep. He's and extremely starts out pissed okay. off and disappointed. Um, starts out, makes a few birdies on the first nine, and then falls apart. And it seemed like Scotty Scheffler is, like, living rent-free in Brooks Kepka's head. Like, he talked about Scotty a lot. Yeah. Um, also, because they followed both of them at—I mean, Phoenix, right, where Brooks was in contention and Scotty won, and then at Augusta where Brooks missed the cut and Scotty won. Because you know that episode was about Scotty too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just you know Brooks kind of explaining you know all what's kind of gone on with his game and how you know he used to be so confident and how he kind of lost it, which was really I, interesting.
0: I would chalk the the Brooks versus Scotty thing up. I'm going to chalk that up to uh, like what an F1 drive to survive would be a fake rivalry where it's kind of trying to, to throw this in where it's trying to make it maybe seem like, you know, Brooks just, you know, guys like Scotty are the reason that Brooks can't do it anymore. I don't think that's necessarily the context probably that Brooks was going for. Um, I just, I think it was just caught in that moment where he says, I can't compete with these guys like Scotty, like, do I think he's necessarily scared of Scotty? No, but he just—it's just a way of him saying he he doesn't have the game that he used to have, and it's just because he says that that we have Scotty in the same episode, and it kind of plays off this battle between those two that I don't really think was actually there.
1: Right. Yeah, and I'm not. Yeah, I don't really see them trying to like create a rivalry there or just sort of show the contrast of yeah. like Brooks sort of having lost his game after having all that confidence and Scotty just now getting his confidence and winning every event that he plays basically. How about, um, uh,
0: that little kid rizzing uh, Jenna Sims, oh, where gosh. he's signing the autograph and the little kid goes, where's Jenna? I want a picture with her. Brooks, Brooks, is like,
1: Brooks is like, I do too.
0: Yeah. Same.
1: Uh, <laughs> I like the part when Scotty, like he's just mid-masters, like playing around at the Masters and just talking with his caddy, like like, yeah, my wife Meredith, like she thinks she can just eat popcorn in bed. And yeah. I'm just laying there and I'm just like, There's popcorn kernels and like, like everywhere. I'm, I'm like, sitting there in my boxers trying to sit. Yeah, it's like it's like and I'm just laying on popcorn kernels. Like you can't <laughs> eat popcorn in bed. That was I thought that was, thought that was funny. funny. Um
0: the other thing with Brooks too is maybe I just missed it, but I feel like they kind of swept his T three at the Phoenix open under the rug. Like, well, I feel like the, no. I feel like the story was more focused on Scotty winning it.
1: Well, it was, but they, they focused on Brooks too. Cause he was like, they were talking about how, how, you know, pissed off he was like, he's like, I really feel like I should have won and I didn't get it done. And like how, you know, I sort of got what I got was like, yeah, Brooks of maybe a couple of years ago would have finished it off. But. Yeah, it's really
2: there's a there's a lot
1: that they're trying to fit in, I mean, because ultimately, you know, each episode is kind of focused on different players. And so and if you break it down half and half, it's basically, you know, 22 to 25 minutes per player you know, first based off of all the footage and content that they probably got. So, um, there's probably more significant moments, but I can't really think of any off the top of my head, especially since they were the first two episodes and I've watched all of them now,
0: a little bit of Brooks and live stuff, you know, like it could be a life changing opportunity. We'll see what happens. Blah, blah, blah. It's kind of this, this, uh, foreshadowing to the the series talking about the live conversation. And kind of this foreshadowing to Brooks going over, um, which leads us to something that came out this week from Alan Shipnook. Uh, a report that maybe Brooks is having a little bit of trouble in paradise, a little buyer's remorse. Yes. About going over to live. Yes. Uh, I don't have the report in front of me. I don't necessarily. I'm looking for it, it right now. But I know it was something along the lines of Brooks is just, you know, he kind of misses the tour lifestyle. He misses the competition of the tour uh, and is trying to find a way out of his live contract and back
2: to the PGA tour. Defector.
1: Yeah. What are your thoughts
2: on that? Noah? I don't know. Honestly, like. Here's a question that I thought of. Do you th- do you think that the like this, the designated events on PGA Tour are just a direct response to Liv?
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, something similar may have happened eventually, but yes, that's pretty much, yeah, yeah. A, a direct response.
2: So, like, I think in my ideal world, the PGA Tour would adopt some of Liv's stuff, and then it would... They would all these golfers would be back on the same tour because it does kind of bum me out that they split up a lot of the good golfers. On a two so golf. obviously,
1: yes, that was right. one of my biggest points. So okay, I, I have, you have the original it too? Yeah, I have it too. So this is just a tweet from Fire Pit Collective. I think that's Alan Shipnuck's podcast. Yeah, it's that a was podcast, just from- and he blogs for it. Yeah. Okay. So he says, I'm hearing a lot of rumblings. Now that's basically the source. I'm hearing a lot of rumblings that Brooks Kepka has buyer's remorse. The guy has one of the biggest egos in golf and the PGA tour creates ever increasing buzz with his elevated events and the state sanction and the TGL. And he feels like he's on the outside looking in. And this just kind of just bouncing off of the context of last week where, was the Phoenix Open, obviously, and with the Super Bowl in town, a lot of the biggest names in sports were there. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest events on the tour, he had just won two years earlier, that event. And then he's off playing the International Series in Oman, missing the cut, shooting 74-78. You know, a lot of people, you know, what do you you think Brooks is thinking right now? And then this comes out like a couple days later. Um, So, Going a little further than that, because this actually comes from an article he
0: wrote for the fire pit collective. So there's a little bit more than what it says in the tweet. Uh, kind of talking about like, what are the chances that this could happen? And it sounds like a lot of it hinges on a current European tour lawsuit. If the the players that are suing the, the European tour win, it opens the doors for them to have access back to the Euro tour. Uh, so a lot of livers will play in Europe, be able to play in the Ryder cup. So could put some pressure on the PGA tour to kind of open it back up to the live guys. You know, if some of these European guys can come back and play the Ryder cup, uh, you know, they would maybe have to let some of these live guys back in
1: like a Kepka or a to, right. or to DJ to come play the Ryder cup. Well, and yeah. So then it seems like the pressure would be on the tour because then at that point, I also have seen, you know, people are saying if the live ends up, live ends up winning in that lawsuit. And so then the live players can play on the DP world tour. Then any European player who still has an outstanding offer is insane for not doing it because then you get the money that comes with live. And then you can play DP world tour, get the world ranking points, play for the Ryder cup. And so then it's like, well, maybe that puts some pressure on the PGA tour to allow to do something because then they're going to lose all of their European players that they still have. Yeah. So I don't I, know. I, I, I do just,
0: think, you know, I, I just wish Liv
1: would have never existed.
0: If, if worse were to come to worse, would I necessarily be mad if the live guys came back and play on the PGA tour? No. Like, I, I think I, pro- I probably will miss in two years time. If they're not back, I'll probably miss what, watching a guy like Brooks, you know, I won't miss Bryson,
1: probably well, miss Bryson a little bit. Or but at the DJ. same time, it depends like how much of those Saudi, uh, Saudi dollars were just like straight up. Or if it's like over their year, their contract, because yeah, because I don't know if the tour can allow that because then it's like, well, all the guys who stayed loyal, then they get screwed. Cause then everybody could have just, you know, taken a payday from live. And then it's like, well, the next year they yeah. can just come back and play the tour anyway. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, it's so there's no right answer here. I, like I still,
0: still think argument, going back to our live episode, I think there could be some middle ground that we could find here. Uh, it's just a matter of I actually don't, finding it. I don't
1: know. I don't know how you do. It's like, it's not great.
2: Yeah. What I, I think I asked this on the live on the live one, but like, what's the, what's the big issue with them playing on the, on the tour. And then let's say live, let's say live was, 14 events in the year, and it still did its own thing. And the live guys had to play those events. And then they would just play on the tour the other weeks if they wanted to. And, well, four of those weeks would be the majors that's,
0: that they would play.
2: Yeah, they would. I so that's
0: 18 weeks. And they usually was, only
2: play, like, what, 18 to 20 weeks? Here, here's, so not, a, here's, here's the weeks thing. the at all, they'd schedule it around the majors, you know. So, yeah. But even if
0: they do – you play 18 weeks exactly that's
1: most of the weeks that people play anyway and then like and you can still no, go okay well games. and uh, it's always been a thing on the PGA tour you have to play minimum 15 events like to keep your status
2: sure so you're playing a lot of golf i don't know I...
1: I mean and i mean the whole thing was set up for failure when Liv came out of the gates you know with the antagonistic attitude like we're we're coming for the PGA tour I mean if it didn't if that wasn't the original Yeah but I,
2: like that's not really and if my, it was, that's really my argument like is there like I think I think if, if LIV for success,
0: but I think if LIV would have came out with a different tone and would have been something that would want to be as a supplement to the PGA tour like you play your tour season sure and we'll come in and be a different option for guys that's, that in That's what I
2: think it could really in the Kind of well, role. here's the thing. Like, But
0: now it can't do that because things like the TGL well, are coming out. And well, so it's already got another competition.
1: Well, and it's, I mean, it it, just, it came out as a direct competitor. I mean, you could say, well, maybe the DP world tour is also a competitor, but I don't know. It's, it's established. And I mean, it has a place like the, the PGA tour is basically the U S tour. The DP world tour is pretty much the international tour on the same level, but live like if you're the tour. It's a membership organization and players that are part of your membership organization choosing to be part of something that is objectively gonna make your product worse. Like if so, say this this world existed, Noah, where like both the tours are coexisting and like and there's one week where there's a PJ tour event and a live event, and then yeah, a lot of the a bunch two, of weeks in that a lot of a lot of the tours or a lot of the members from the tour, if they're going to live, it objectively makes the PGA tour worse. So that I mean that's part of why the PGA tour has this sort of Okay. But that's interest. not like
2: but like I could say it's it would make the PGA tour better to allow them to play to play some weeks rather than to allow them to play no weeks.
0: I'm I'm looking at the schedule now and I just like it's raising the question to me Do the live guys even want to come back and play the PJ tour? Because if they have to play live, they're not going to want to put 10 tour events on their schedule, they're going to want to play the four yeah, majors with,
2: with the current schedule. It wouldn't make any sense, but I, I'm kind of proposing a scenario in which the live tour is like let's say it's an eight tournament long tour, still, all the team things apply. It's kind of a side, you know. You'll play your live events as well. I don't like know if Live would want to
0: do that for themselves, though, because that's just that's six less events that they're putting on,
2: which is six less. Yeah, events no, of profit. I'm not saying either of these tours want to. Was, I'm, that's what I want to see. I think that would right, be and
1: I get what you're saying, and I think, and I think before it was Live and Greg Norman and the Saudis, like when it was the 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 possibility of the Premier Golf League, like I think that was, I mean, it didn't end up coming to fruition, but I think that was sort of like, a, like in addition to the, to the two main tours sort of thing, not like you would go to the premier league and then just like forsake the PGA tour. Yeah. Um, but I think what happened was like Jay Monahan commissioner of the PGA tour. He never really like opened up and had the conversation like with PGL, which is the premier golf league. Um, and didn't really hear them out. And so that's, that's part of why um, live golf, like, cause live golf is basically, they basically just copycatted the premier golf league format. Yeah. Um, it's just, it was Greg Norman who already had a personal vendetta against the PGA tour and then Saudi investment fund. And obviously, you know, the rest and we've been over it, but so it's just, I get what you're saying. And there's like, maybe once upon a time where something like that could have happened, but that ship, it
2: sailed, unfortunately. Has it though? Like if you look at the, if you look at the golf world 10 years ago, would you have ever imagined it would look like what it did today? What it does? No. And
1: it's awful. I hate
2: it. Right. So it's like, how are we, how you can't say it's not going to happen in the future. It totally could. It It, it could, but I just, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to imagine how it was like, like obviously, that this
1: is something you wouldn't have expected, but it's like okay, well, like you can at least envision it. But
2: I truly can't see a way that it gets reconciled. And okay, so here's another question: then. what do you what do you foresee the next five years looking like? It's a tour and live. It's going
0: to be more people that maybe want the money defecting to live, and it's just going to be more of a divide in the game of golf. Because if, cause if
2: Brooks, let's say, and I'm not saying this is what's going to happen, but, like, it, I almost get the vibe that the good golfers, Brooks, you know, DJ, want to come back and play on, on the PGA Tour.
1: I don't think DJ cares at all.
2: Sure. Yeah, maybe he, maybe he doesn't. But I mean, if, if you watch episode whatever episode that is, he, he, let's, DJ let's, seriously does not care. Let's project a scenario in which – a lot of the top players on Live come back to the PGA Tour. Now Live is just not entertaining because nobody cares about the players over there, and nobody's watching. Now they have to change their model up, right? So what do they do? I,
0: I don't. I just don't think that there's a way that people like if we just took something right now, like Brooks, if he wanted to play both the PGA and live, I don't think there's any model you could come up with where it would work. Like, even if you shorten live to eight events, a guy like Brooks is not going to want to play, you know, however many tour events to keep his card and then play eight live events on top of playing four majors. That's, that's 27 events in a season.
2: Are the majors, They don't count as like PGA tour events. They count in your 15. Do they?
1: They do count in your 15. Okay, so then it's so so minimum three events. If you're if you were to I mean, I know this wouldn't happen, but minimum if you were to play both schedules, you'd be 14 live events and 15 PGA tour events, including the majors. So that's that's 29 events minimum.
2: Yeah, so you're playing every other week. Actually,
1: no, that that rule might have changed. The fifteen events, because of now how it's set up with the designated events, and then you have to have three other. I don't know. I think it might. I thought that was just
0: to qualify for the PIP.
1: Maybe you might be right. Um, but all so basically, here's how I see it playing out, Noah. To your question.
2: All right. All right.
1: I see. I think as far as big names go, Live has who they have. I don't think they're getting any more big names. I mean basically any big name that hasn't yet gone is basic has basically committed to TGL, which shows some form of commitment to the PGA tour through 2024. So, I mean, we've got some, I mean, significant, what looks like commitment to the PGA tour from the remaining big names. So I think live just kind of keeps doing its thing. I mean, the players that are, live that are qualified for majors they play in the majors um and then they probably they slowly lose their um eligibility into the majors as time goes on unless they win one or something and then i mean maybe they win this lawsuit and so then they're playing a whole bunch of dp world tour to try to like accumulate world ranking points which then shows they were full of it when they said they wanted to play
2: less golf is why they went to live um here they- here's maybe a fundamental issue with live golf is there's not really a way to prove yourself.
1: Yes. That's extremely accurate.
2: Right. So, so like, let's say, let's say nobody, let's say nothing, no, no golfers change right now. And then we fast forward the timeline 15 years, you know, we're now everyone's retired or I don't know, like some of these good players are retired. Mm-hmm. And Liv just has a bunch of these no names that nobody cares about.
1: Yeah. And that just goes back to like the conversation of like a closed circuit versus yeah. um, what's the word uh, relegation. So, and we talked about this in that, in that first episode is like for someone to have their PGA tour card has context. I know what that means. I know like what that took for them to get their PGA tour card. Like in my brain, that's contextualized. That means something. But basically, like for someone to have like a live contract, like it, I don't know. And then to the fact that it's a contract, like Phil Mickelson, I mean, he's maybe not a great example because he earned lifetime status on the PGA Tour just throughout his career. But like someone else, like maybe Ian Poulter, right? He has a live contract for how many years? I mean, he was fighting to keep his PGA Tour card at this point. So like in four four years from now, beating Ian Poulter in a live event doesn't mean
2: anything and the difference there is like there's literally you could like go read and you could tell me right now how to become a pga tour golfer right you just go read it and then you tell me how to do it but like there's no there's no list there's no checklist you can do to become a live golfer no there's only one thing on that check box and it's just get an offer from the list and live. and how you do that is having like a recognizable name
0: like who's which, the, which ironically how do you make, is a how do you platform make
1: how do you which make ironically it? you built that platform on the tours that you're trying to upend. Well, like this. Chase Kepka, like this guy's a he, live contract and he Brooks, didn't yeah. do much as a pro. No, his brother's Brooks. If his brother wasn't Brooks, there's yeah. oh yeah z- zero yeah. chance at all he's on live.
0: Didn't they? Didn't they grab a guy last year who was like a college stud, like had just graduated college?
1: James Pyatt? Yeah, Maybe. He won like, the U.S. Amateur in 21, I believe. Yeah, and
0: they grabbed him, like no context. He had never played a tour event and then he's just, you know, he's playing live and I don't even think he's on live anymore. It doesn't look like. This is what's like fascinating
2: for me because it just doesn't, it doesn't have a long-term vision. In and then
1: mind. that's the thing, like I know this isn't necessarily relevant to the conversation, but then a guy like James Pyatt or even Andy Ogletree. So they play these live events. They get banned by the PGA tour. Then they get tossed. Then they get tossed aside by live because they're always trying to replace it with more like recognizable guys. And now when you get banned from the PGA tour, you can't play corn fairy tour either. So Andy Ogletree played one live event shot like 25 over. Everyone made fun of him, but because he played in that, he got banned by the, and suspended by the PGA tour and now, like he's just trying to make his career playing like international series. Uh, he yeah. just won actually yesterday. I don't even know where the event no, was.
2: No, I like I like the ideas that Live stands for, but I just like I'm,
1: sports washing.
2: I really am interested to see what's going to happen to him it, because it's not a good. It's not a good long term strategy. We've been over this before. Not a good long term strategy at all. The whole. The no, everything about it. But wait. if if they are still around
0: in five years, they are going to be banking on their current young talent sure. panning out, what? and they're going to be panning on taking either guys on tour who are good now who eventually get washed up and can't yeah. compete, or you know trying to take long talents or young talents straight out of college. Here's Offer them a bunch of money and just get them to come over.
2: Here's the flip side, though, is now we have designated events, which, like, are sick. Like, they're really fun to watch.
1: Yeah, like, you've seen the past couple of weeks what sort of leaderboards you get. I watched from... the
2: WM and I watched the Genesis. I've watched the last two designated events. They've been electric.
1: Yeah. Obviously, the downside is the Honda this week is absolute snooze fest.
2: But, but you could almost say that, like, maybe that offers, like... P- PGA Tour pros who are in the fifty to two hundred zone, like that's where they fight.
1: Yeah, there's something to that. It's basically a corn ferry event yeah. with Billy Horschel. I mean, I know Billy Horschel's playing. He's probably Ooh, the Akshay.
2: Akshay. I mean, yeah, some
0: dudes are gonna play. But hey, Hayden Buckley's in the field. Ben Crane. Oh Luke my Donald, gosh, Duff ben Daddy. Crane. Duff Daddy's in the field.
1: Dylan Fortelli.
2: Oh I my don't care about him. Yeah agree
1: Smiley Bill Haas. We, might not, talk, we might not talk one second about the Honda oh, next. Oh,
0: oh Harry Higgs, baby. Harry Higgs is in the field.
1: Uh side Johnson. note. Johnson. Side note. Um Matt Kucher as well. Marshall, Minnesota is supposed to get 28 inches of snow.
0: Nice. Sick. Um, any other oh, our local. Are local Slovakians in the field next week? Local Slovakian. Seth right. um,
1: I think we've gone on quite long. Uh, oh, but Camillo. Camillo do we do? Do we do? Oh, stop. You're not even going down the <laughs> leaderboard. You're going down the field list. That is not what we need. We've got um, good alternates too. Wesley Bryan's an alternate. If he has to be an alternate for an event with a field that bad, that is a problem. Uh, okay. Should we do our embrace debate or should we do? Yes, let's do embrace debate. Our foursome that we were going to do last week. I can't remember what it was. It was uh, majors, but embrace debate. Okay, yeah. Uh, All right. What's, I don't know how to phrase the question. What's cooler or what would you rather have? I think what would you rather have? What would you rather have if you had neither and you could only choose one?
2: Okay.
1: A a hole in one or a course record?
2: Okay. I'm, I'm
0: taking the hole in one.
1: Okay, why? Explain. Because a
0: hole-in-one is something that lives forever. Um, like, if you get a hole-in-one, there's nothing that could possibly ever take that away from you. Uh, that is fair. You will always, in your life, be able to say, hey, I got a hole-in-one. A course record is something that could possibly be broken. You know, if you go out and shoot a, a 63 and set the course record. I mean, some guy could come around 10, 15, 20 years later and shoot a 62 and then 20 years later,
2: who's going to remember that you had a course record.
1: Okay. Nobody's going to care fair. at that
2: point. All right. Counter
1: argument. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Uh,
2: Counter argument. A lot of people get just fluke colon in ones. So an eighth, especially like a singular yeah. eighth is not that impressive to me, but do you ever you, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The fact that you're, the fact that you, you held a course record, like at a golf course with the, tens of thousands of golfers. have played. That's, that's such a small percentage of the population has been able to claim their name on a course record. That's an unbelievably high honors.
1: Okay. Quick interjection. Jengs. does, if I were to say it was guaranteed that it wouldn't get broken, did that change your mind? Yes. Okay. I'll leave it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to add that caveat. It's just like you can either assuming you have neither one and your next round of golf, you either get a hole in one or you shoot the course record. You would take the hole in one.
0: I would take the hole in one.
1: I, I disagree with that completely. And maybe it's because I don't have a hole in one yet and I'm salty. That might I be would, part of
2: it. I would take the hole in one as well. I just said that for the sake of the, the debate. Are you I don't serious? Know I was going to argue. You would take the, the hole in one well. too? because yeah, you get to frame your ball and everything that's and fair. like people don't you ask you like frame hey your do you score have a course, course record you but... have a
0: hole in one have you ever made a hole in one it's never like oh have you ever shot the course record exactly you don't I you know See, that, that's
1: that's the probably record. the biggest argument is like is the average ball? person who doesn't know golf knows what a hole in one is and yeah, like if nice. if someone hears that like oh you're kind of like a somewhat serious golfer oh have you gotten a hole in one like that's probably a natural question and people know what that is but exactly what you said Noah. like i've seen a lady it was her first round of golf ever she her her husband took her out she's like 50 years old her scorecard was like 8 10 9 1 9 9 7 9 like it's like like she made a hole in one like that doesn't mean anything
2: here's a caveat though it would matter to me if i hit a good shot on like a decent par three like if it was just a if it was a piss missile worm burner that just smoked the flag and dropped on like 120 yard par three a terrible shot went in i would rather have a course record but if it was a good shot on a good par three but
1: it's like and assuming the course wasn't built yesterday but it's like give me and it's exactly like what you said like the amount of people that have gotten a hole in one is pretty high yeah. and the amount of skill it takes like it can happen on a fluke you can't get a whole, you can't shoot a course record on a fluke like it takes a special kind of player to go play around at a course and it's like up to, up until then no one had ever played that well on that course like that's like i would i would much yeah. rather like my next it's round of golf like shoot insanely, a 61 and break the course record than get a hole in one
2: it's an insanely high honors there's all right i'm reading this stat this there's should been, be a one to two percent of golfers have an ace. Oh, in a year, what does that mean? There's no way it's that high. One out of every hundred golfers gets an ace a year. Yeah, that might be just like in their.
0: Hmm. Um, this there would be a go. good question for any guests we have on that we just ask them, like, which would you rather have?
1: Yeah, that is good. Like, I'd love well, to hear. Love get, to I think hear we should a, get Drew back on soon.
0: I'd love to hear a tour pro's perspective on this. Like, like bring in uh okay, like here's bring the, in Mac and like ask Mac this question, here's a, and obviously
1: pro, and obviously, context does matter here too, right, like you said, with the hole in one Noah yeah. like like if you're going to some like shanty course in the middle of nowhere and you shoot like one under and it's the course record, it's like okay, like, but if you're playing at a course that's been open for like multiple decades think, and you, yeah I think that, you I think like argument- ten under.
2: Like the argument is Would you rather have a hole in one at like a, a very reasonable par three on a championship course, or would you have a course record like at one of the courses you play often that you know? Like, yeah, or yeah, even if it is like my home course, like if
1: I had like the best round that has ever been played there, that'd be so, like amazing.
2: So, these guys are saying, if like you're, a dream, if, if you're a low handicap, it is amazing. If you're like a regular golfer and you play more than a thousand rounds in your life, which we will achieve that if we haven't already. You mm-hmm. have around a 20% chance of making at least one hole-in-one, which honestly, like, makes sense. When I when I think about the people I know that are golfers, I mean, on this podcast, we have a 67% hole-in-one rating. I won't tell you guys which one of us hasn't made a hole-in-one. But... <laughs> oh, Noah, you have one too? Oh, yeah. I didn't didn't you
1: that. just make it a couple
2: years ago? Um, yeah, it was a year and a half ago, like two summers ago.
0: Jeez. I was scrolling through my photos the other day and I came across a picture of the hole that I made my first hole in one on. Yeah. Still How many upset have I about seen? that. My hole doesn't exist
2: anymore.
1: I've, I've witnessed uh, at least four.
0: Who you've witnessed your brothers? We witnessed that one in the Compesca? I've w- witnessed uh,
1: Smitty, my brother, uh, Sean Wall in the Compesca Open, and... Oh, Mac. Mac, Mac, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I a, think that's it for what I've seen, but I could maybe think of another. I think one. I've only
0: I've witnessed. I think I've witnessed only four too.
2: That that is funny because it's objectively way 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 more impressive to have a course record and like so objectively many, yes. And so many people I know that are just like guys that shoot ninety ninety five every day like have a hole in one, but I still would rather have the ace. Man, like, that's just that's such a milestone in my golf career. <laughs> Now, I if, just, if I just the question disagree. I'm
0: going to say if the question were would you rather shoot 59 or have a hole in one you can only have one or the other I'm taking the 59.
2: Easy. Oh yeah, I, I think that's kind of
0: But just the fact that you say course record and a course record can be broken like you could just lose that and
2: then it doesn't even matter anymore. For but... me, for me it's just the value of a hole in one. Like just yeah. being able to tell somebody that I have a hole in one and that Nick doesn't but that's not really
1: that's It's it's one of the three most just valuable like, things doing... in golf. See, that's the thing. That's what is that you're literally proving my point of how much a fluke it is. Like I'm, you know, by far and away, the best golfer on this podcast. And it's not even close. And the fact that just kidding, but the fact that I don't have one, but have you ever shot
0: 29 at cat
1: No, I haven't. I've never shot 29 there. Hmm. Um, No, I just, uh, Hmm. I'm messing with you guys. But it is—it's tough.
2: Hmm. You're, on, you're on team. You're on team course record still, Nick.
1: I am on team course record.
2: Yeah. Yep. Hmm. You're kind of a golf purist, though. I kind of am. Yeah. Like I'm—I'm I'm a little bit of a golf
1: cloutist. Clout, as in like yeah. with a T.
2: Like I'll play blades just because I want to and they look cool, even though I might hit them worse than other irons.
1: Honestly, that makes you a purist. would you ever play a mallet putter not in a million years see (laughs) that it's funny like when people say that but like when (laughs) someone who is admittedly struggling on the greens like (laughs) significantly you're saying like no i would never like play anything other than my blade that's hilarious
2: if it if it ain't broke you know that's what i say
1: but it is broke. Like, if it ain't broke, meanwhile, he's driving down the freeway with two pops tires, (laughs) sparks just like going everywhere. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. (laughs) If it goes forward,
2: yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. Yeah. I don't think we need to do our four. We can push off our foursome again.
2: Yes. I didn't want to do that one yet, anyways. Again,
1: thinking of another name for the foursome, could we call it the Grand Slam instead? Does that sound better?
2: Mm.
0: Possibly.
1: Possibly, that almost but, too but honestly, nothing, nothing beats a foursome with the boys. I mean, I couldn't agree more. Uh, except for when you have a five fivesome during COVID and
0: some jerk turns you in.
2: Sometimes. I mean, the, the, the rare six some is always a good time. We oh, actually well, tried doing that. We tried, doing that. we tried doing that on our often. golf trip, but we have, got, those, we got split up. Those are once in a blue moon that those happen, but they are very fun.
1: I think last year I was playing either just by myself or with one other person. I was behind a seven-some, and they wouldn't let me through.
0: That might have (laughs) been you
1: and I together. Terrible. It's like, let's have some awareness. That is the worst. Ooh, maybe we could talk. We need to talk golf etiquette sometime. One
2: one time I was playing behind Caleb, and he wouldn't let me play through.
0: Maybe next week, because we're not going to want to talk about the Honda, so let's just talk golf etiquette. Yeah, we'll
1: talk about the Honda for like 60 seconds next week, and then –
0: We'll just be like, "Hey, Wesley Bryan got in the field uh, as an alternate, and then he won, and then we move on."
1: Yeah. Sweet. Yep. That's crazy. That eighteen over par is going to be the winning score. <laughs> it's going to be a tough <laughs> week. Bear <laughs> Trap's really going to get some people.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Speaking of hole West. in ones,
0: Matt Sharf made a hole in one at the uh, Bear Trap. That is That's true. Good, good golf. What's
1: with what's with his noodle follow through right now? The wet what's noodle. The wet what's the noodle? have you been watching recently? No. Whenever he hits a driver off the tee, he like he has this weird like follow through right now. I think they call it the wet noodle. I think I
2: he's uh, always had a weird follow through. I don't so really... Do
1: I just like find a good good golf video from recently? Um, and... He might have posted it recently, so I'm gonna try to look on his Instagram. Uh... I did watch a yeah, Grant Horvat,
2: okay. Mike Morris video. All right, let me attempt to describe this. What? Oh so he just drops. He's kind of he, like John Rom, almost. He just...
1: Like, I don't know. You, it's probably hard to see because of the back. lighting.
2: That's yeah. just what he's doing? So, backswing. joke. Backswing, normal swing, and then at the end, he just drops it and It's
1: like his, like, nervous, like... Because they're... I don't know. He started doing that as, like, a nervous tick. Like, yeah. he, like, hits it, and it's like he's trying to steer it, you know? He's like...
0: But that was good have, content
1: for the audio podcast. Have you guys way.
0: ever gotten to the point where you just haven't been able to take the club back? No. What? Like you just, you were yipped out that you just couldn't like,
1: you Not couldn't like start a swing. I actually couldn't take the club. I mean, I've had not some serious. times where it was just like, I just had to reset and be like, okay, what are like, like a million things in my head. And then it's like, okay, let's just
2: yeah, there, figure I this out. But. Like there was
0: definitely a time two years ago where I just could not like pull the putter back. Like, really?
2: That's like fun. I was just, it, yeah. That's funny.
0: And then I switched to a uh, TaylorMade Spider. Shout out TaylorMade.
2: One uh, time I had the yips. My my first like-
0: sponsor for the podcast. I'm sponsored by TaylorMade now. Just so you guys know.
2: I was only hitting oh, like wow. 14, 14 greens around, so I had the yips pretty bad for a while. But we've recovered.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that one year, I had the yips, and I and my average was 71 instead of 67. It was like. Jeez,
2: guys, I was I wanted to bring up my stats last episode for my last round. At,
1: All right, that'll be the last thing.
2: I think then I we gotta cut it, it off. A little bit about it, but I shot seventy nine.
1: Oh. oh yeah, you did. You, right. Yeah, you told us. I don't think you said it on the
2: yeah. pod though. Um, I hit ten out of fourteen fairways, so not bad, seventy one percent. I that's, hit. That's quite good. I hit. 10 out of 18 greens, which is like not eh,
1: great for hitting that many fairways, especially not great.
2: And then I had 36, 37 pots to shoot 79. So
1: not great.
0: Um, before we go breaking kind of breaking news, 45 minutes ago from Max Homa, he tweeted out, sometimes you win. And unfortunately sometimes you lose, but I will never accept giving up. And today I'll say that I'm proud of the fight. We will be back and we will be ready. Thank you to the city of L.A. and everyone else for the support. I
2: love you guys. L.A. for life. Hmm. So if you're ever wondering if you should give up on the bogey train.
0: Never give up. Don't. Sometimes, sometimes the bogey train wins. They have a good episode. Sometimes, you know, unfortunately we have bad episodes.
2: I, I don't think we do. I think um, we do all
0: the time. But But what matters is that the bogey train will never give up. Yeah, I mean, we might see the day sometime, but as of now, we're 21 for 21. We are 21 of 21. This is our legal year. We are drunk on ecstasy from a great episode. It's been 21 great episodes. It's actually like the 28th episode if you count the second attempt and the radio show. But regardless... It's been a great run. Season one complete. Next week we begin season two of the Bogey Train. What? Seriously? Yep. Really? Yep. Next week two? is next week is season one after ep- season two episode one.
2: Wow. So, I, I don't know. We'll, I we'll discuss.
1: Prepared, this is crazy. We'll, we'll discuss. I don't know if that's accurate. I wasn't.
2: I wasn't prepared for. This.
1: I think no laying up is still on season one episode six hundred and thirty or whatever. See, I don't think that's the way to go. I think we gotta go season
0: one and we just go in episodes of twenty one. Okay, but then why, why
1: why why have the season change right now? Like, why not like at the end of the calendar year or at the end of the PGA tour year? How about this year? is
2: season two, episode one? Because we've been through 20, and 20 is a good number for like for episodes in a season. We're
1: not doing a season change
0: right now. Did, did we did we start the podcast after the FedEx Cup?
1: Yeah okay so we're just on season yes so we're just on season one
2: new idea new idea we don't have episodes we only have seasons so this is just season one this is season 21 episode
1: one (laughs) every episode is its own season season turnovers All right. I think we're in the territory we're in the twilight zone. That means we've been going too long.
0: Would that mean we're the long we have the we're the podcast with the most seasons so far?
1: I mean there's a I just got stuck in a bogey train.